started then um welcome back to two beers in um i'm not gonna say once again i don't know the episode instead i'm gonna say we're in the mid 60s somewhere nice. and by the next recording date i will have an official like i'll be on it you'll be I'll, on I'll know numbers it. all right like i've referenced before the whole uh, beer on laptop crash bang boom caused some difficulties i rescued audio I think we're better. Everything seems to be going good. Yikes. Whoops. 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 Yeah, but, um, beer, and, beer and electronics don't mix. They do not. And it's interesting because my laptop, my old laptop, smells like beer even. It's very, it's very, spe- it's a very saturated smell. Very saturated. Very saturated. But, uh, yeah, we're back. And I will say we're back with one of our favorite guests. I believe this is part four. This is part four. We are going to enter the 21st century today, which we're all excited about because that's where we live. That's right. Um, it did take us two hours to get there last time, but we're going to see where it takes us today. Um, introductions going around. I am. Oh, do you go ahead, Tyler. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like this is how Joe Dirt was made. You know what I mean? Like this is the. Uh, Yes, like yes. Dennis Miller in. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes, 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 yes. And we are now back with. With. Yes. <laughs> so we're saying Brett is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. A little classier. Yes, a little classier, but he does Brett have is. the long hair now. I got the hair. He does. It's true. He's got the hair, but technically Joe Dirt's hair was fused to his head due to a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. real. <laughs> Which I cannot do, so I applaud you, sir. But going around the table for uh, those who may have no clue who we all are, I am Jeff from Keg Grove. I'm Tyler from Keg Grove. And I'm Coffee Brett. You are Coffee <laughs> Brett. The infamous, I mean literally, we've known each other for a while now and still, I cannot tell you, you are Coffee Brett. Coffee Brett. You are yes. Coffee Brett. You were born Coffee Brett. And you will go down as coffee bread. And, and, and it's, it's crazy because I didn't know I was born coffee bread, even though Dad was selling coffee. Right. And I didn't plan on being coffee bread, as we talked about in earlier. Correct, podcast. correct. But it is me. I mean, it is who I am. It's who I feel. It's who I am happy to be. It's I mean, who you've embraced. Be. You've embraced the embraced character it. that is coffee, coffee. bread. Yes. Yeah, you got to make him his shirt. It's like CB in the CB. Superman diamond. Yes. Oh, oh, I like that. That'd be very nice. Yes. And we were talking about Simpsons a little while ago, and now I'm picturing you as a Simpsons character, as Coffee <laughs> Brett. And that, we're not going to go there right now, right now but because it's better for you. But, uh, but yeah, here, here we are, right? Uh, Some people might consider me a Simpson character already, so that's okay. Right. So we're in the 21st century, Brett. Um, we all know that you're going to take this away, and uh, Tyler and I are just going to say, whoa, 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 here and there. And, uh, you, you, you know what I'm putting down there, big yes, guy. Yes, so, so we did. We got, we got all the way to 2000, which was a big accomplishment. It was. Like a two-hour like accomplishment. Like Jeff said, it took us two hours to get there on the last one. <laughs> you may have missed that, too, I think. Uh, I think Corey yes. filled in for you on Corey, that one. Corey yeah. and Heather were with us yes. at that time. Corey, or Heather did not survive that day, I believe. No, that was rough. Corey had we're, to take her home and come back. Where yes. was I? Um, Probably a sick child. I believe. Or, or you had COVID. 
this would have gone back a little ways. I don't think you had COVID. I, uh, I mean, I did have it a couple of times, but you, I don't you did. <laughs> I don't remember what the what it was, but there was. Yeah, there you, was, you yeah. were definitely gone that time. Yep. So yeah, and I, I kept us. Pu- I kept pushing. I was determined to hit the 21st century. He was. It's all right. This time's okay. We're yes. way past the longest And if I'm time. correct, by the end, uh, my speech was very slurred. So, yes. <laughs> One of those uh, episodes, if you One will. of those episodes. Yeah. Well, you'd already had your first podcast. Well, just like today, we've right. already done one. And right. I got a and picture you, and an eighth. And then we beer. went two hours. So Right. And it was, it was, we're not going to stop drinking beer. Let's right. be honest. Like, right? It's yeah. going to continue. So. Yes. But it was good because we did. We got, we got a lot covered and we, got, we finally did get to 2,000. So that's a, that's, that's a wonderful place to start. So for just catching up with where, where we were. So Marquis had gone from being this little $300,000 two-employee company, and now we're in 2000, which is 14 years later. Which is an accomplishment all in its own. All in itself. Yes. Right. And again, and to be... And, to be, and not you know, a small company, even. I mean, small, but not small. But not right? small. Right. Yeah. And, and, and to give my dad and his partners before him credit, you know, the company started in... in my dad went into business for himself in 78, and the distribution, which was National Office Beverage Service, and then became Marquee, started in 1981. So so now the company's ni- almost 20 years old as yeah. a company. So how, many, always, how many employees do you have at this point? Okay, so in, in 2000, we now we now have 14 employees. Okay. <laughs> so so we're, we're a nice-sized company, <laughs> and we're doing, we're doing uh, 2.2, right, right? Right at, right at 2.2. Yeah, that's about right. 2.2 million. So we've grown quite a bit in those 14 years. You coffee drinking boys and yes. girls. So, and, and again, most of that was due to our growth in convenience stores. Mm-hmm. Because convenience store coffee had exploded. And um, we had talked about having White Hen, my dad's side of the business. Yes. But now White Hen leaves us in 2000 because they get sold out to Clark, and that's the end of our White Hen time. Um which turned out to be great, another blessing for us, because Clark drove White Hen into bankruptcy, and Clark Oil went bankrupt three years later, oh, and they yeah. would have killed us. Yeah. We'd have gone bankrupt with them, when? because we would have just kept selling them. We'd have never cut them off. Yeah, I mean, they were buying millions of dollars a year. We'd have been a million dollars. We'd have never recovered. That would have, so again, you look back on it, it's like, wow, when that was the best thing that ever happened. Sorry, go ahead. So go ahead. When did Starbucks get its big? Like, what was that whole? Well, jump so that was that was the similar. early the early nineties. They started yeah. to leave the coast. Okay. You know, they 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 were they were out east and out west. They started in Seattle, but early nineties they started to come to Chicago. Um, Mid nineties they really started to grow. Yeah. That's when it exploded. You know, and all of a sudden. Starbucks showed up at Barnes and Noble here. Yeah, they yeah, were still yeah, off the yeah, beaten path. Yeah, they yeah. weren't about to put a brick and mortar place. I remember here that. Yeah, but yeah. They, they were they were partnering with places to grow. Yeah. Um, before they would come, they they had certain population limits. I don't know what they were. Yeah. They would only go to certain size. So this is a total tangent, but we were just in Chicago, and we were at a festival. We dropped off a couple guys, and uh, we ran to the hotel to drop off the truck and check in. And Todd and I had a plan. We're going to find the first place that has a beer. That has beer. We're going to get order a beer and a water. Right. Order an Uber. Catch on over. We walked 
from the hotel to the site. Three the blocks. Festival. It wasn't bad, but three big city blocks. Right? Regular blocks, right? Yeah. Well, I don't want to do that, but we it did. Was big blocks. But we couldn't find one place for a beer. But what do we see? Six coffee I was places. Say, six coffee places. And we had to cross those, the river. At least two of those were Starbucks. Right. And at least three Walgreens on top of that. And it's like, whoa, no beer, but you can get coffee? Yes. Like, I mean, coffee's important, but <laughs> but later in the day, I need a beer. You yes. know what I mean? But sorry, I interrupted. No, no, but, but yeah. it's true. It's because, I mean, as, as they've taken over the cities like that, there, there are coffee shops every 50 feet in And places. thank goodness, most of those are independent or yes. different branded and as a small brewery, we appreciate that. Right. Like, we small business driven places, yeah. Right, so many small, and again, they're there because of Starbucks. Yeah, absolutely. Same reason we got to where we were. They were a huge help in all of us in the coffee industry right. because they made coffee mainstream. You know, we touched on that in the last one. Yes. You know, when I was in college at U of I, which is a really big school and was a really big school already. We had 30,000 people on campus. One coffee shop when I was in school mm. in the early 80s. And that was a shop that was visited by people who were in poetry. Right. Nobody oh. went to the coffee shop to get coffee. Right, I remember that to, stuff. Yeah. My wife left some of them goofy places. <laughs> poetry. And up, like, right? yes. yeah, it reminds me of uh, Soy Mary and Axe Murder with Mike, Mer- or, Mike, uh, Myers. Mike, Myers. Mike Myers. And they're all doing the the weird poetry shit and they're yes. all drinking their weird coffee yeah, and like that, was, that is not my scene Brad I like a dark coffee in the morning that's it and that was the only coffee scene there was and uh, so we didn't drink coffee you know yeah. and Starbucks comes along and, and we had touched on Marquis selling you know we struggled as we grew we grew because we had great coffee and, and good price and all the stuff that you want to have but we can only grow so much yeah. because a lot of people just wanted hot black coffee. Yeah. That's all they cared about. Hot and black. Didn't care what it was. What's it cost me? That's all I care about. Is it a dollar less, 50 cents left? I'm buying it. And otherwise, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Starbucks comes along and it all changes. All of a sudden, people are like, hey, maybe I should have better coffee. Oh, I need an espresso machine. You know, and of course, I think I think I touched on this maybe back in the first one. Around here, everybody called it Expresso. Yes. You know, it is Expresso. It's like Illinois. It's Illinois. 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 My dad. <laughs> oh, he does it on purpose. On purpose. I hate it. And it was so funny because, you know, they, they all mispronounced it. They all didn't want it. And then all of a sudden, everybody wanted it. It's like, oh, I got to have that Expresso. Okay. And that was their, like, claim to fame? Starbucks? Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, because they're, 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 they're real claim to fame. Well, two things. Dark coffee. And yeah. their coffee Amen, Brett. Amen. Know, it's, 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 it's on the edge of burnt. You know, it's it's very dark. But again, they marketed it brilliantly. Uh, you guys touched on it uh, earlier with, with Jamie as I walked in, you know, with the with the, the hoppy beers. Yeah. And, you know, okay, yeah, it's not my favorite, but not maybe even your, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. People love it. Yeah. You know, Starbucks took that and marketed that dark coffee. I don't love their dark coffee. Yeah, and but, most of their coffee's okay. not dark enough for me. And now. most of it's not dark I, enough I've for you. I've gone extreme. Right. I, I'm on that weird fence of. Well, yeah, you're volcano. Yes, now. Yeah. you're well, past no, that, That's not. You the are. Part. Give me ash. No, 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 no. You don't put the beans in the volcano. It comes from the soil Sorry, from the beans. volcanic. Ash. You can't get more burnt than soils from a volcano. Well, you yes, but the beans <laughs> that grow from there are green and beautiful. Green and beautiful. They just have a. They just have a dark heart. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know how to say it right, but, but I, no. they're more tolerant. 
They it's are. It's a rougher burn. They are. They are. Say if Game of Thrones had a coffee brand, oh. you are in that. Yes. You are the darkest side of dark. Right. I mean, I'll shout out my two brands. Dean's Beans and Black Rifle. Those are my those, those are my are peeps. And I go dark is dark on both. And I am very happy with both. Um, Dean's Beans is the first one. Uh, if you ever want to read a book, uh, my wife bought it for me for Christmas one year. And it was just... He is a true person. Sim- like, talking about small businesses. Right. He wanted to make a difference, and he traveled to all these countries, and his biggest thing was fair trade. You know the coffee industry, it's not fair what happens in these other countries. Not even close. And his biggest thing was helping little farms in other countries to become fair trade. And they happened to have some great dark roast that I fell in love with, so it worked. And then um, Black Rifle supports military members, current and former, and... Yeah, why? Why wouldn't you support such a great cause, right? right? So I mean, those are my boys as far as coffee goes. But around town, I I drink plenty of coffee. You know, I mean, I drink. I'll, I'll go to any of the local places, and I just ask for the darkest they have. Well, they have right, and it may not be dark enough for me. And I know because I'll be wired because there's more, more caffeine. caffeine we've talked right, but, but it's also like we talked. You know, we in the Midwest just don't like it as dark. And you that know, makes sense, yeah. We, we just don't, so yeah. so it's not it's not there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so Starbucks, you know, asking they, they just went like crazy in the mid '90s and then the early 2000s, and that changed everything, you know. Um, and even uh, the convenience store growth, big part because Tyler wasn't here last time. The big part of the convenience store growth that not only did we gain customers, we gained business because of the cappuccino sales. Right. Which is the powdered product. Yeah, yeah. You know, the sugary sweet stuff. Which but was again, delicious when I was young. Oh, very delicious. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. A little too sugary now that I'm older. Sort, sort of like hot chocolate yes. with, a, with a hint yeah. of coffee in it. Yes. Yeah. But it was, again, people wanting to get their Starbucks fix mm-hmm. yeah. quickly and at a, at a convenience store. That's what drove that sale. Yeah. You know, and that became, well, heck. You know, not quite, but close to 50% of our sales in the convenience store when it was based on coffee. Wow. You know, they were selling as much cappuccino. In some places, we're selling more than yeah. on the location. You know, if you were a commuter stop, uh, you know, like the White Hens in Chicago, no, coffee was the seller. Yeah. They sold way more coffee. But if you were the Franzetti's Pantry, which used to be the White Hen here on Washington, yeah. man, they probably sold just as much cappuccino as they did coffee. Okay. You know, because, again, different clientele. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the commuters, most of them were going into work. They were older, you know, uh, you know, 30s, 40s. They want a cup of coffee. The young generations, like, just like the ones you see at Starbucks now. Who do you see at Starbucks? Well, basically young ladies. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. It's, it's, it's 70, 80% women at Starbucks. They're, yeah. they're driving that business. And the kids, even. And kids. So, under, right. So under, our, our 13-year-old, I mean, was around when he turned 12 it's like I want to go to Starbucks what? and he orders some weird I need a frappuccino with only milk with blah, 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 I'm like I, I, so I just rolled down the window go ahead yeah. go ahead order, order, 1500 calories is. is like 12 bucks oh my god it's got to be 3000 calories <laughs> it's a ridiculous I mean, amount of are you kidding me it's like exactly as an old uh, giant white man I'm like no uh, here's the deal I can't take those calories 
Give me a black, nothing yes. in it coffee, please. Well, I want to put my calories into my food. Whoa, cool. or uh, other beverages. Or other beverages, right. other beverages yes. for me, yes. yes. Beer, yes. I'd, I'd like to drink my calories in beer form, not, not coffee form. Not in coffee form, yes. But I also respect that. Not everybody drinks beer like we drink beer. So, I mean, right. you know what I mean? It's, it, it's a difference. So, so, so that was a huge part of, of what drove us to the place we were in 2000, getting our sales numbers to what they were. Okay. You know, that was, that was a big step in that process. That cappuccino Starbucks part of the business. So, so now we're we're we're, we're coming into the new century, and uh, we touched on it before we went on the air about we were all worried about whether we were going to be surviving 2000. Our computers were all going to quit. Right. Our phones were yeah. All quit. That was yeah. a that was a real worry. It I mean, was. It was all over the news, the national news. Because everybody it coded it wrong. It's it all, was even a movie. Office Space was based on that. Right. I mean, everything's going to end because everything's yes. wrong. The computers can't handle the year 2000. I mean, that was it. The you entire know. movie Office Space was based on people programming to fix the programming to make sure the year 2000 could happen. Yes. And it's hilariously weird movie that I love. <laughs> so, yeah, so here we are finally into 2000. Like, oh, we survived. We're here. We got more business to do. It's January 2nd. I guess we better get Yeah, right. Work. You got to move forward. <laughs> Damn, damn, nothing crashed. Computer worked? Dwayne, really? It works? Oh, damn, okay. Damn, like, I thought I was going to get a million dollars in my bank account. That's right. Damn. No, it didn't happen. Um, so, you know, now, now we're, we're on this focus of convenience stores. Mm-hmm. Coffee shops are starting to grow. Again, everything's mm-hmm. lags. Starbucks, you know, the kickoff was, oh, I want to drink lattes. But it takes a while for the coffee shops to start popping up in our population. Right, you know, right. Like, like here in town, I believe Coffee Hound started in 2003 yeah. or something yeah. like that. I believe is when it, when it happened. So, you know. Um, and before that, we had the Coffee House, which has been here for a long time. They were in the early 80s. Yes. Or, or, yeah, late 80s they've been here. So they've been here for a long time. They were, but they were the college that's, Similar to what the the U of I one that that's I that's the poetry and the uh, free. Well, they're, they're, the, they're the vegan restaurant yes. and, and all those and, things and, and the and guitar. Still today they are, you're so. right, and a cool place. I remember we moved here and Jen tried to get me to go there a you lot of there, times yes. and once or twice I joined her. You joined her, yes. <laughs> wasn't so, my scene, Brad. Yeah, wasn't nothing where, against it. Just wasn't my. Wasn't scene. where you wanted to it's hang like the out. Shakespeare's. Festival we talked about last right, yes. Not my scene, it's my wife's scene. And she for she'll never understand why I don't want to, but there's bugs and there's elements, there's humidity. <laughs> Not to and, be for me. And, well, and, it's, and it's Shakespeare, which Here's the thing, is in a whole different language. We went and saw Romeo and Juliet and they were running around in camouflage with M sixteens. I oh, mean, that was the Leonardo DiCaprio one, though. Well, what, no, right? the, we went, we went and actually saw that here, and it's like, <laughs> yes, it's much like so. So nothing, nothing making fun. It's just modern interpretations occur, and let me tell you, I am not a Shakespeare guy. Right, not your thing. No, I am, I am a mindless movie person, and my wife will attest to that. She is a more thoughtful. She likes subtitles and oh, no. romance yes. no. and things. Uh, well, and I'm not a fan of reading. <laughs> right. Like, I get mad when somebody turns the subtitles on the TV. But you don't even want to get in the way. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's distracting me. Yeah. It's distracting yeah. me. Like, I'm reading. Yeah. Like, no, I just, I want, just to want to listen. I just want to see the action of what's right. going on. Yeah. Whatever right. it is I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and care if I can't understand what you're saying. The controversial, the better, even. Yes. Like, give me something controversial or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
All right, so, so, so yeah, no, 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 that's okay. So, so we're 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 wholly focused on convenience stores, um, and in restaurants with espresso machines and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, at, at this time, Biagi's is growing. Um, yes, because you know they, they've been a customer now for four years. Damn good plate of pasta did you, there. Did you have a a big competitor that you were fighting with the convenience oh, stores? Yes, uh, Renoco. Out okay. of St. Louis, so big company, way bigger than us. Okay, Renoco. Renoco is another family coffee company. Uh, they sold out a while ago now, five, seven years ago. Uh, they're part of a bigger group now, but their their name, Renoco, is the family's name backwards. O'Connor. Huh. That's Cyanilli. I don't get me started on that. <laughs> so, so they're, they're, the O'Connor family started Renoco back. Well, like 1920 or 30, long time ago. Okay. So they were a local St. Louis company, had grown into a really nice regional coffee company. Um, now we're always competing with the big boys too. Yeah. Meaning, meaning Sara Lee and Folgers yeah. and all that. Like, like we try. Juan to, Valdez. You know, Juan Valdez. You know. You've we, referenced him plenty. Right. Because yes. Juan was a big part of our. Juan was a big. Yes. We used Juan on all our Colombian coffee because that was a general thing you could use. Um, so like uh, cases out of out of Iowa. Oh, yeah. you know, we tried to get Casey's for years, and they were always buying Folgers directly mm. from Folgers. They, they never, they didn't convert to much better coffee till maybe like five years ago. Really? They, but again, they were in the small towns, in the farm towns. It was a little different, and that's different. Yeah, and, you know, and and so you know, again, I thought they should have switched a long time ago because. What about five or ten years ago? Would also conform with when they left a lot of smaller correct. towns and came into bigger, right? Bigger Look towns. how much they've grown in our town. Correct. You know? Correct. So. So that was a that was a place we were never able to crack as far as, as getting them on a better cup of coffee. Um, so not well, I'd love to get them on some better beer if well, there's anybody listening. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Casey, but, uh, yeah. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah, right? we'd love to yes. talk to you. So so you know the convenience stores and, and the restaurants. That's that's where our growth is, not coffee shops. Um, so we're we're growing with 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 that. The convenience stores are growing like crazy at this time. They're really popping up everywhere. Yeah. Because now all the gas stations are becoming convenience stores. Right. That's the other thing that changed late 90s through the 2000s. It did, didn't it? it did. I never really thought never, about it. You don't yeah. think about it. I mean, we did because that's what we were well, doing. Well, right. We just like... But yeah. still, again, and, and you know, if you go back home to, to Buffalo, but even coming here, but you go back to the 80s and 90s, a lot of gas stations were, were still just, just gas stations. You couldn't get soda. You couldn't get no, food. But if you did yeah. walk in and get soda, they had one cooler yes. with some, some cans of I Coke. I mean, they had the Pine Tree Air Fresheners, but, I mean, right. beyond that, yeah. And they had, yeah. they, had, they had fuses for sale. Yes. And they had candy bars. A you box of Snickers. You can't find a, a fuse anymore. No, now you can't even right. find Yeah, why? What? You know, <laughs> like fuses just all of a sudden right. stop blowing. Don't need them anymore. No, right. Nobody changes their own fuse anymore. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, everybody gets them fixed. Well, right. I don't know if they don't change them. They can't find them. They can't. Well, that's valid. valid. It used to be easy in our old yes. cars. So well, like, yeah, my old fire well, It was like, I go, hey, what's, what's going on? My dad's like, pop the fuse box. I'm like, what? <laughs> so it's like under the dash. I don't even know where a fuse box is right now. Now, no, I mean, you'd have to get so far yeah. up underneath the dash. Oh, everything's, hid- everything's hidden in stuff. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. On purpose. On purpose. Yeah. Damn. Yes. Bastards. So, so the, car, the car I'm yeah. driving now, I, I, had a, I had a Maxima that I drove that was 24 years old, and it just finally had enough. Dude. So, you dog. Yeah. 24 it, years 24. old. Night bought it. Bought it spanking brand new in October of 97. It was a 98 Maxima. You dog. And uh, that was for 
my my wife, my ex Irene, it was her car. Then the company bought it after we bought another new car, so we sold it to Marquis and Marquis bought it. And then after I went off on my own after a few years, I took that car and started driving it again. And I drove it until just six months ago. So it you, almost made you are the years. special person who nobody talks about. You got your money's worth on that car. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and, I've, and I've gotten my money's worth out of a lot of cars because I I'm used like to. Tyler. I used to drive oh, a you lot. Agree, I, don't. I used to drive a lot. I've driven yes. over two million miles. So wow. you know, I've driven a ton. And not in a semi. Not in a semi. <laughs> right. No. Not one minute in, in that car. <laughs> a lot in that car. That car. That car had two hundred and seventy-four thousand of those miles. Um, my suburban, wow. my suburban, which I had for eight years, had three hundred and eleven thousand miles on it. Wow, close to a semi. So, yeah, close to a semi. Well, that's a <laughs> gas guzzler. That was a gas just like a sun yes. semi. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm so, sure the back was always full. It was. Yes. It was. Espresso it always, machines it, mostly and whatnot. equipment and coffee. Yes, yes, yes. And I missed that. I bet you had the best smelling cars though on trade in. Oh. And I still do. My car's still great. Everybody gets in the car like, oh. Especially in the summer. It's <laughs> like a coffee right. room. Right. 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 Hey, what is that? I'll just like coffee. And I'm like, it smells good, doesn't it? I don't need a, I don't need a pine tree air freshener. Right. <laughs> um, last weekend, mine did. Well, we went to get it out of the garage, and there was a lot of stuff left in it, and it smelled. And it was not good. Yeah. But a couple minutes with the windows down, and it was all back to It was all gay, yes. So yeah. blame it on Corey. Corey, it was all Corey's fault. Corey's fault. I mean, hundred percent, it was Corey's like fault. Corey, yeah. So, so yeah. So, the, so the convenience stores all started to become convenience stores. Yeah. And 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 the the little guys that we were working with were becoming bigger by buying up other little guys. They were buying mm-hmm. up the onesies and the twosies. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just skipping ahead to you know, then you get to the early two thousand tens. That's when it all changed again, and all the big guys started gobbling up the guys that we were selling. You know, so you know our big accounts: Colonial Pantry, Super Pantry, and Apollo Mart. Uh, all three of them sold. The families Ooh. sold within three years of each other: 2012 Super Pantry, 2013 Colonial Pantry, 2015 Apollo Mart. Were you ever? Were you guys ever approached to be bought out? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, we still get approached now, even some, yeah. you know, but not as much as we were back back again about that same time, about 2010 to 2015. There was a lot of acquisitions going on in everything. Yeah, yeah. and just, that was just a time of, of consolidation. So yes, there were people coming all the time. Hey, we'd like to buy it. Some of the offers were pretty good. I was gonna say, you ever come close? Yeah. yeah. Not really, because Dad never really wanted to sell. That okay. makes sense. Yeah. It was his baby. He had done it. You know, he didn't really want to sell. And the other catch, we own that big building. Yeah. Uh, Nobody yeah. wanted the building. No. It was yeah. one of the business. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, now you have this giant 24,000 square foot yeah. building with nothing in it. Yeah. And we weren't in Bloomington. We well, weren't in yeah, Springfield. Right. You yeah. Know, yeah, we weren't in Champaign. Yeah. We were in Decatur. So, again, if, if we were in any one of the other towns, maybe he would have entertained it more because then the chance of selling the building or even renting the building profitably would have made sense. But, you know, you drive around Decatur right now, oh, my gosh. I, I don't want to exaggerate, but I would, I would venture to guess there's 100 empty buildings in town that are 
business building. Yeah. You can't get one around here. You no, can't we, find yeah, a building. Can't, right, no, I mean, right, yeah, you can't no, find anything. You can't find here. anything. Yeah. And if yeah. you do. So I'm very curious, know. too, though, with the current state of the economy, heading to higher interest rates, heading to higher supply costs, I, I'm, I'm very curious as a business owner, not just in our industry, but in all industries, I feel like we're heading to another buyout market yes. where the big dogs are going to come in and try to eat up as many as many of the little dogs they can yes and not that we're not looking for that but much like you but once again i'm like this is it's interesting to watch every era has a different it, situation it does. right it does and everything goes in cycles it does it always goes it in cycles in, in all businesses too i mean heck beer again we always divest and divert yeah, we which do, is fun, we do. Which is fun, yeah, yeah 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 you know, think about your industry you know the history of it. You know, um, we're at the we're at the largest number of small breweries yeah. in the history of this country. Hundred percent, and it's only getting but, bigger. But it's not really true when you put it into percentile of size. You're right. Because you go back to the before before we even became a country, and then we did become a country. There were brew houses everywhere. Yeah. There were brew houses and there weren't and a lot of people, and there yeah. weren't a lot of people, no, and, yes. and, and and a lot of space. It was all obviously in thirteen colonies that yes. became the first thirteen states. Yeah. So yes. so it, it, it went full cycle, and those breweries grew, and then shrank, and then grew a little bit, and then all of a sudden we had this long, which fit with everything else. We had the industrial revolution comes around in the early nineteen hundreds, and everything consolidated. The brewers, they all went away. Yeah. Right. Then the depression wiped out who didn't go away. Yeah. Right. right. You know. So, the so prob- well, the well, prohibition, prohibition, prohibition changed more changed, than anything. Right. Really changed. Because many didn't survive no, prohibition. Not all, not all. Well, not all of them were willing to go underground. It was someone know? underground. Someone into medicine. Yes. Right. Medicine. And and those that serve. And, and that's why we're that Pilsner country, because prohibition limited. And then after prohibition, the laws. It was the three-tiered system. Yes. You had to go through a distributor and blah, 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 All blah, the blah. things that came and in. So the corruption still was able to be there. And, I mean, I'd like to think that we're less corrupt now. And that's all i got to say about that's that. Right, right. You know, no, I, it's still, it's still, I, I'd like to think that we're less. Hoping to bring it back, though, right? <laughs> but there's but still, it's, there's but it's still things holding up. Yo, again. It's hard. I mean, we've, we've met with plenty of distributors, and we're like, you're, I, I have faith in you, and I want to, but we're not big enough. Well, I guess for you guys, too, though, did, I'm assuming there's distribution networks for coffee, right? Oh, yes, yes. I mean, did you have that also? You know, not necessarily a buyout, but somebody was like, hey, I want to take your guys, what you guys do, mm. you know, all the way across, you know, seas, stuff like yeah. that. Well, so, so, again, that goes back to what my father's business was. So, which you, which you missed, which, which was the last one you really touched on. That. So, my dad, his side of the business, which we touched a little bit on the first one. So, we had two distinct companies inside one, but it was one company. We weren't separating. It was all Dave Cooper and Associates with Marquee being a name under it. And then right, Dave right, Cooper right. was Dave Cooper. So, he was out, which was how he started his business, selling coffee to distributors. But if you go back to our first one where he was selling... Uh, marquee coffee to Illinois Fruit and Produce yeah, yeah, yeah. under their yeah. name, mm-hmm. same way we kept going and marketing. So we had coffee customers. We had we had those type of customers. He had Amway. He was selling directly to White Hen. But the main part of his business, those were the big ones, the dollar wise Amway and White Hen. 
but the main bulk of the business and the number of customers was office coffee companies like Marquis. He was selling to a guy in Kansas City. He was selling to a guy in San Diego. He was selling to a guy in Tucson. He was selling to a guy in Pennsylvania. So he had these guys all over the country in Indianapolis. He was, was he making coffee. the trips? Yes. Yes. Wow. So so he was doing all that, you know, and, and helping them market their coffee and marketing wow. our coffee. Those places yeah. most of yeah. them were marquee because they weren't quite big enough to have their own label. Same issue you guys have. The cost of labeling, which you can imagine, oh, yeah. you right. go back to our time. Yeah, no, the right, label right. cost was really expensive because you could only go to a certain printer. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. like yeah, anybody no. could just print stuff. No. It was a very small group of people that could print anything. You know, you got bags of coffee. And I'm assuming bags. it had to be local. Well, well it had to be relatively part. close. Yeah, right. I you mean, know, you, you like our labels are printed in Ohio. Right. Because you're going to have you're going to have to spend a fortune shipping those. Because the film similar to a coffee label. Yeah. It's just that it seals and forms a bag. They're just just small film bags. So that was the big part of what we were doing. So so, Dad was doing that while we were growing the distribution business, and then. Dad made money off of us besides owning everything. We had to buy all our coffee from him. So it, it, ah. we were, he was our broker. Smart so individual. Yes. There, yeah. So he was still, I mean, he still had the say pretty much in the 2000s then. Well, he did. He did. I mean, except. Like when it came to sell, if you if you were like, hey. He 100% had that. Yeah, we, we all own small parts of the business, but it was his his call, his his decision. And that was my dad. He never wanted to give up control anyway. Yeah. You know, he, well, was, that, he was that person. And yeah. he founded it, right? He, I mean, he founded it. There's something to be said for that, right? Absolutely. Like, there's a pride level there. Well, I, I, again, one of those things as we get older and, and you spend more time, I didn't understand it when I was young. Even at this time in 2000, I'm like, yeah, go Right, away. right. Go do something else. We'll send go, you a check. Yeah, yeah right. Because at that point, business had been really good. Now, well, we did lose White Hen at 2000, which was a big blow as far as income coming in. Um, but but business was, our business was solid, you know, and, and he still had Amway, and he still had all these other customers. And it's like, yeah, just go take care of those. Don't worry about what's going on. Everything's yeah. fine, you know. And he didn't want to because that was him. Yeah. That was him. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't want to let go because that was part of him dying. You don't understand it at that point. As much as I loved what I was doing, I didn't start it. You know, and I think I've mentioned this before, I don't think I would have started it. Not my personality. Yeah. Yeah. It is now. Yeah. Now yeah, I'm yeah. not afraid at all. I could start a business yeah. and I can boom, okay, and I'll start, yeah. oh that sounds good. Let's do yeah. okay, well, let's do that. Then they're done that. Right? Yeah. Then they're done that. I could start yeah. a new, I could crush myself well, if I wanted to. Right, 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 right. So I mean not like not unlike the two of us. I mean we now that we've done it, it's like whatever. Whatever. I mean, whatever. Oh, right. I mean, what's the worst case scenario? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the worst case that's scenario, worst right? Case I mean, scenario. we live in a box. <laughs> we live in a box. That's fine. Right. But I mean, but no, you go, you go through those things, and you, and Jenny's sitting back here going, yeah, she's going, she's living in a box. It better be at least two boxes because we all fit under one yeah. box. My poor wife. <laughs> She's uh, like, wow, well, I shouldn't be here for this yeah, one. Right, you better find a refrigerator box because <laughs> it's too but small. Like, but it's not that simple. You you it's know as well not. as your family was developed under it, and we've learned in a short amount of time, you fight. You fight and Every claw, day. and it doesn't matter. There is no end. Unless sometimes there is. 
Right. And if there is, that's fine. You find a new beginning and you go again. It's just it's right. coffee breast kind of like what I'm hoping my two end up being like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like yes, that's all they yes. know is the brewery. They do. Well, they don't know anything else. So, uh, you're you know, so uh, it's like yes. in, in, that's what I'm. I'm like they might not understand it now, but hopefully it's like you said. It's yes. like now you get it. You know, it's like well, okay, finally you, you're trading Jameson. I mean, your oldest, who's five. Comes in and rakes out grain, can hook up tri clamps like nobody's business. Right. I mean, he's showing other people what to do. I mean, he's barking on orders. Hey, it's not hot over here. But he lets everybody know he's he's going to be the boss. Yeah, that's the only problem I have with that one. And he said, "You, you and Uncle Jeff, I'm the boss." I said, "That's fine, but me and Uncle Jeff need this amount every week, written out in a check form." And as long as we get right. this, we'll leave you alone. How about that? My but favorite, you, James, and Garrett all have to come together. Right. You got to like, figure this out. Yeah. So <laughs> my favorite with Jameson was uh, playing Tic-Tac too. Hey, um, you know my dad's the boss, right? I'm like, yes, he is. He's a great boss. <laughs> no, I tell him all the time, I'm not the boss. <laughs> I, I tell him he is. you are. So <laughs> see, I say, don't call me. I don't like that name. I don't, don't like call that me that. Name. Don't, call, don't me that. call me the boss. I'm not a boss. So, so you, but you know, that's that was always Dad's nobody thing. wants that name. Dad wanted us in the family to be in the business. Yeah. He always wanted. He never wanted any of us to go. You know, now, you know, he almost didn't get that with me because, you know, just the, I was that close to being gone, and I would have never come back. I just wouldn't have because I yeah. would have been gone doing whatever I was doing, and that would have been life. Well, I, I couldn't see you as not coffee bread. I don't, me either, right? I, I mean, mean that's like why beef like bread or pork bread yeah. or whatever. Gazank or something. Yeah. I mean, Nissan bread? Holy jeans <laughs> bread. <laughs> I mean, you know. Right, 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 right. No. Coffee bread seems right. Yeah, it exactly. does seem right. So, so, and then my sister went off and became a teacher and left and, and, and mm-hmm. went away. I mean, he would have loved to figure out a way to keep her around. You right. Know, and uh, in fact, he did hire her husband. When they were in Chicago, okay. and he covered White Hen. He was our okay. White Hen yeah. rep. Yeah. You know, so yeah, he was working on trying to keep the family, and then little brother, we've touched on him, and, yep. and, and yep. he's running the company now, and he's he was always with Dad. You know, yeah. he was Dad's sidekick, and went with cool. him all the time, which again was really cool. Yes. You know, they were they were doing everything together. You know, so he, Dad had it. Dad had a wonderful setting. So, uh, but yeah, going back to something, no, he never, had, we never even got close to entertaining. You know, we never, you know, we had the, we had the, some offers that were like, wow, that's a really good offer. Yeah. Probably more than we're worth, you know, but again, what is it worth? You know, because, you know, if, if there's not enough money that you don't ever have to do anything, then it's then not is it enough money? Because, right. no, I, you know, I, I'm pretty young, DJ's even younger, you know, so it's like, okay, well, and Dad, again, thinking of the family, you know, he's like, well, oh, okay. And again, he never wanted to quit working. Right. We always thought we'd find our father dead at his desk with right. a phone in his ear. Well, that was that you know, generation. That, that's for what the, we thought. I mean, that was, because yeah. he was always working. Yeah. But I mean, like Todd said, that's the generation. That I is mean, that, that generation. I mean, there is no retirement yeah. plan. No, retirement no. is death. Oh my gosh! <laughs> we 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 tried. I tried. I because that wasn't mom's thing. It wasn't my little brother because ten years younger. I was the one who tried for years to get my dad to put together a, a retirement. Yeah. Pro- never could get him past you know, holding my fingers not very far apart because he just didn't want to talk about it. Didn't want to face yeah. it. And as it turns out, he never planned on it. He well, was going to work until he was gone. Tired of it all the time. We'll never probably retire. I mean, we'll, I mean well, we, we did this. Once, Here we and are. That's why right? I say, when I, and as I got older, I got it. Because I continued to fall in love uh, with the business. He was already in love with the business. Yeah. 
He yeah. was in love with it when he was at Continental. He was in love with all this going on. He loved being, you know, Dave Cooper the coffee. And, and it's different. It's different having that and owning it. And like yes. I, I don't think people that work like a nine to five fully understand that. Like so like in the previous podcast we talked about how we love coming here and we love doing like at this point in time I can't imagine doing anything else. Yeah. I don't like, think yeah. though I don't think you know it's it's not for everybody. No, oh, no. you know like like my my dad. Yes. My so dad show yes. up, I do it, I go home, and I have and I have a life. And, and that is still the majority of people. Yes. Like most people just want to go to work. Which is great, and, and because that's pretty much how we function right. in, in yes. society no, no, no. Right. for the most right. part. Right. 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 They want to go to work, they want to forget about it at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock, whenever they go home. Yeah, and 100%. Again, hey, there's a lot of good to be said for that. Yeah, there is. Don't call and, me, and, don't bother me, I don't want to hear anything until I'm there the next day. We're always looking for good people who do that. You know what I mean? We need that. But like... I've never been happier to leave my house. Like, yes. and my wife loves that, especially on Saturdays. Like, I'm always like, oh, I'm in no hurry, and I'm all like lazy, and then suddenly I'm like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I and she's go. like, okay, I'll just see you there eventually, right? You know, like, but it's like, but that's it. It's it's an itch. I I I got I have to get there. Well, I that's have because to that's do because it. it's not work. It's it's what you want to do. Right. You're, you're enjoying it again. So all these years of hiring, part of our growth was about hiring. We talked about how longevity of employees we had. Yeah. And one of the first things I always said to everybody I hired is, look, I want you to love being, I want you to want to be part of what we're doing. Yeah. And if you don't, that's okay. I'll help you find something else. But but I won't keep you around because I don't need you here if you don't want to be here. I want everybody to be like me, because I, I, I think I probably said it on here, and if not, you, yeah, you have. You know, yeah. I've worked three months in my whole life. That's it. Yeah. Who the hell gets to be my age and work three months? You know, because yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, but all these years it wasn't work. Those first six months when I was learning that I wanted to like this business and was helping dad, yeah. it still wasn't work because I'm helping dad and it was just like, yeah. I'm just doing something. So it wasn't really work. Before that, I had the sporting goods store and I had my paper out and I had that three lousy months at Hank Stonewood Inn. I hated it. <laughs> Miserable. Just horrible. And I remember saying, oh, God, Hank I remember doing something Stone like that. Eight. Hank Stone and cooking catfish. Ooh. Oh, damn, the smell. Oh, oh, Every night I get oh, home and I just... I bet your car resale sucked oh, back oh, then. Yeah, so yeah. I had to go try and take a shower every oh, night when I get home. It's oh, one in the morning. I'm like, this is horrible. And Corey yeah. still would say it's horrible. Horrible. I'm like, never doing it. Right, exactly. It was just horrible. So I remember saying, I'm not going to do this. And then I brought that forward to all the people I hired. I'm like, guys... I want you to love it. I yeah. want this to be part of what you want to do every yeah. day. Or I'll help you get a job at Hanks over there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Smell oh, like ass right. every day. Exactly. Well, compared so, to the two. Compared to the two. So, so, you know, that's such a big piece of being on, being on our own and doing something is that love of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Does it come? Is it easy? No. I mean, it's been a lot easier just to go to work for some big company and, and do my job and be done with it and not worry about it. But it would have been a job. Yeah. It would have been work. Those days would have still been work. And in the back of my mind, I'd have been like, sheesh, I work for idiots. I can't believe they're having me do this. You know, you know all that stuff. Well, all I mean, the stuff that goes on. Now, I can be the idiot. I mean, Todd and I are the idiots. Well, so. 
<laughs> no, and that's and that's okay because you know. And Tyler Cigarette, you can speak for yourself. You're the idiot. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm not saying I'm not the idiot. I'm we, definitely again, up there. One of the things I'll about it, having a business is we learn the hard way because we have to. You know, you know nothing, what? nothing. We yes. don't know what's going to happen because you nobody, nobody has told us. You know, huh. you know, there is nothing in a book. There is nothing we can do, and it doesn't even matter. You know. When we meet other people in the business, it's great. Like you were talking about, after the show is the best because you're talking, you're drinking, you're getting to know each other. You're like, oh, yeah, I had that happen. But it is after I had that happen. So it's already happened to you when you know you need help on something. Because you don't know that until it happens. And it's like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. What was what was that? Yeah. You know that was a. You wish there was like a. There's manual. no preventative you maintenance want a manual, for small right? business. Like, yes, <laughs> you want a manual for small business because even well, in four years, there are so many. Oh shit! Yes. Like I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? We did that, or oh my god, I can't believe this happened, or I was a complete idiot. I could have done better here, or whatever it whatever is. Whatever it is. The, I mean, the the end all be all is. I mean, it, it is hard. Because everybody from within thinks you're the people that have it under control. All the answers. And all the answers. And, right. and the facts are, we have no answers. We're scrambling by the seat of our pants and asking our wives, uh, what do you think? Uh, I'm pretty sure I screwed up. Do you, do you have a better answer for what I just did? Because... I am quite certain I just screwed all this up. And again, but that's where we learn. And that's the hard part. It is. But it is is where we learn, and that's where we get better. You know, okay, sort of of the similarities, roasting coffee, brewing beer. Brewing beer is harder. It it just, well, it is. I don't know. It is because. I have roasted coffee. That's pretty freaking hard. But coffee coffee is, we, we have a pretty shrunk parameter. And here's what I mean by that. Beer does too, I get, you know, but 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 okay. I have to roast it a certain amount, or it's still not coffee. Correct. Okay. I I, I mean I can serve you green beet, but it's going to have green taste. Yeah, a whole different. Yeah, and it's yeah, not a taste yeah, yeah. the world's looking for. You can at least get to a mild roast. Right. Yes. Right. So I, so I have a, a minimum I have to get to. Again, beer too. You got to brew so long, but I also have an end point. Like we caught the roaster on fire, which we talked about. You did, <laughs> yes, yes, so, yes, so yes. I can only yes, roast yes. it so dark. That's that's all I can do. <laughs> at that point, correct. it's gone. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, at that point, you sell the jet. Well, I'll drink it. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I got okay, 600 yeah. pounds of torch <laughs> shit. Torch You're <laughs> taking it. Okay. All right, sell it. I'm gonna go downstairs. I'm gonna roast myself. I'm gonna pour a cup, and I'm gonna see how that is. So, so you know, but but again, how do you learn? Well, you learn by doing it. You learn by blending different coffees. You know, you put you put these three beans together that you think are going to make a really good coffee, and then you brew it up and you go, oh, that's not very good. Yeah, that didn't work. And again, that's how you learn. You know, yeah. you're like, okay. Did you have it where you thrown out coffee? Where you're just like, you know what? That was just an utter failure, and other I got than, rid of it. Other than the uh, burnt to the crisp coffee. And some beans that were had a sour bean taste to it. No, never. But is that because okay? So here, here's the one. Here's the other advantage we have over beer. So that batch of coffee that we mixed three different beans together, and it just wasn't right. I can throw those all into another batch of another fifty percent of Colombia, and completely change the blend. Yeah, and I can make it into something. Because I know what's off, right? Yeah. So we're, we're, yeah, with, yeah. with a beer, once you've got it done, 
you can't really blend. You could, blend. You could blend, blend with another beer, but yeah. now you're really risking losing two batches yeah. of beer. You or know? you spend more money to distill it and try to make some booze. Right, out right, right. You're doing that. So, so, so in that way, it's really, you know, really hard to lose coffee. If you get sour beans, which is a really rare thing, it's literally beans in the green beans that are sour, and they are so sour it comes through in the coffee. Is that a? Is that a like? Your wherever you purchase it from is yes, that on them? Happened on, well, there's no going back on it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Again, we buy the coffee from the broker, or even if you bought it directly from the farm. You know, if I bought it from Tyler's farm in in, in, in Costa Rica, and I said, Tyler, what's with the sour beans? And you go, well, oh, shit happens. I mean, we haven't had any sour beans in, because it just happens. It's a fermenting yeah. thing of the of the fruit. And, and it just gets so potent in those few beans, it just ruins everything. Huh. Um, but again, it's never more than 100 pounds of coffee. I mean, okay. It's still a lot of coffee, Yeah. but it's not a lot of coffee. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so no, throwing coffee away is a rare. You can always blend it up again with something else. And, and but if it's not it. quality, I'll take it. Yeah, it's not quality, I'm, I'm just yeah. seeing I would like to see you try like one of the sour beans, though. Like he's talking about like what like is it what is it's the It's literally sour like like a like a like a uh, a sour piece of can. No matter what you do to it, it stays sour. Because it tastes right through all yeah. of it. Yeah, the whole I don't think I like that. The whole batch. You know, you know I can't believe somebody's not made a thing. I remember this. the first time my dad my dad said, Oh my god, this. that's a sour bean. And um, and I'm like, Really? Huh. And he goes, Yeah, try it and, and you know, and I, and I wasn't I, I already mentioned I was always drinking cold coffee. I wasn't much for just a brutal hot coffee. Mm-hmm. My dad was coffee, 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 you know, pots and pots and pots a day. And you taste it, you go, oh, God, that's our coffee? Oh, jeez, that's terrible. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, so almost um, almost even a vinegary. Okay. Oh, bad. yeah. So it's, it's an off taste. Off taste. It's, it's not all, just like... It's more fermentation it is. trying it's to fer- occur. The, yeah. the beans are fer- fermented... Yeah. Before they got green, you know, something happened to them on the tree. What we could do to that? You know, well, you probably could. I'd be very curious to ferment beans. But you know, um, it'd be it, you know getting those fermented beans, you know, from the cherries. You know, you don't know they're fermented. You know, because it's not like they're mm-hmm. trying to put those. It just happens, and it's rare. It's a rare mm-hmm. thing. I think it's happened to us twice in all the years I've been doing the roasting. Which we've been roasting yeah. now since. 96. But unroasted coffee beans don't have the flavor that people want, so... No. It does well, this, and they're so good. hard. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. Even, I don't even... I mean, I've, I've never even tried soaking green coffee beans, but my guess is all you get is just the dirt and the grunge mm-hmm. off them. And they're, and there's not a high there. sugar content in coffee no, beans, not so it's anyway. not going to matter. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't think it would, yeah. make, it would make much difference. Coffee so, and beer is a roasted product. Yes. Yes, gotta get it, gotta get it roasted. But a good product. <laughs> gotta cook. Gotta cook. Gotta cook. Gotta exactly. cook. Gotta cook. <laughs> um, okay, so so convenience stores. So we'll <laughs> yeah. So that. I don't even know where we are. So we're so we're so we're, what we're, we're, we're turning two thousand, and um, two thousand was a big year for a lot of reasons. We we lost White Hen on my dad's side, and we had grown quite substantially. Our one of our biggest customers at that time, I think I've mentioned they became our biggest customer, was Super Pantry yep. out, of, out, of, out of Champaign-Urbana. Um, they had 55 locations. Well, we got that business in late 96, early 97 as a partnership with another coffee company um, because they couldn't cover them. 
and they had the relationship with the family and knew them, and that's how they got in, and they invited, and we'd been doing things together, and they invited us to join them because they knew we could handle all the stores here and all the way to Rockford and to Dixon and all the places that there's no, they just right. didn't even want to think about going to. We were already going. We were already in all those places. So we shared that account for three years, um, and it was great. Everything was good. Well, now I'm not going to mention names or anything because as far as where it was or who it was, but uh, uh, the person in charge was just a little pushy all the time, and um, the company, the the the, the 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 stewards were very big company. That's a huge company, 55 convenience stores. We're talking thousands of employees. It's a big company. They were very good at letting their people run their company. Yeah. They, the brothers stayed out of the way. They hired you, and they said, Tyler, you do this. Jeff, you do this. Brett, you do this. And they were in charge. Well, my partner in this business, the other company, um, wasn't happy with some decisions that the person who had now been put in charge, who was our, the second person that we were dealing with, mm -hmm. um, and uh, he made the mistake of going around her to, to, to one of the owners. And she wasn't happy, of course. Who would be happy? Yeah. And um, she also already didn't like him because she didn't. he didn't treat her well when she was a store person at a store level. Just sort of blew her off and just didn't pay any attention to her. Um, little did I know, she was working at a store in Champaign, or in Urbana, actually, on University. And I had met her at that time. I mean, I know that now because she's the yeah. person in charge, yeah. and I treated her like I treat everybody. So I remember her name, I knew her, and I'd only seen her a couple times. So we, we get to this point, I get a call from her. She goes, uh, we need to meet. And I'm like, okay. Now, I knew this other meeting had taken place because he told me that he was going to do that. And I remember going, I don't think I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, let's work things out. Yeah, yeah. In, in, you know, between us and, in, you know, and Kelly, let's make this all yeah. work. Didn't listen, never did listen. That was always an issue, just always doing his own thing. So, so we uh, get the call, and, and she basically goes, look, we need to meet because you have a decision to make. Oof. You either take care of all my stores, or we're going to go find another coffee store. Eesh. I mean, they're buying you know, $2.2 they're buying 300 and some thousand of them. Yeah. Which is how much coffee? Like how much Again, coffee? Again, well, coffee and cappuccino, and close to fifty-fifty at that point. Okay. okay. So, so, so one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Let, let's say one hundred eighty thousand dollars worth of coffee. So at that at that point in time, they're paying for something a pound. So Oof. they're buying you know uh, forty-five thousand pounds of coffee. Jeez, that's a freaking lot. And that's just half the business. Yeah. And, at, so and that's only Illinois. That's just, well, and they had a couple stores in Indiana. But you're covering. Yeah, yeah, right, Still, that's it's 55 whoa. stores. Right. So they're a huge account, and I have a great relationship with them. So I'm like, mm. okay, let's have a meeting. I said, I, I, said, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. But you can't lose them. That's what I'm thinking. Right. And I'm, and I'm talking, I talk to my dad, and I'm, I'm talking to everybody that works for us, you know, for me, and it works it works with me is more better than for me because that's like we've talked about that we 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 that's the big thing you should know, always, always be we, we not we, we, I we or I. me you know and I, I never should be I or I, me I, I struggle when I talk about just me because it's hard because it's not me everything that happened was we 
I did it because of all the great people I was lucky enough to hire and get to buy into what I, I was agree. doing. You know, um, and 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 then learning from my father, and again, not being afraid to work. You know, uh, you know, we touched on that too. You know, so Super Pantry is a perfect example. You know, I would do the service calls in Dixon and Rockford a lot of times because they're in Decatur. I'm on my way home. So I come home, have dinner, and then I drive two hours to Rockford and fix it at night and come home at midnight. Yeah. Well, because you know? who the hell else wants to go to Dixon? Nobody. None of my guys want to go. But also, I don't even know where Dixon is. No, like, where's Dixon? It's up by Rockford. It's okay. By, but, you know, the other thing was, and again, I learned that from my dad always because, you know, that was the reason that my everybody was so great. Nobody ever said no because they're all like, well, no, Brett does it. You know, he goes. And my dad was the same way. So my dad would ask you to clean your van. I think we touched on that yeah. last time. My dad was very meticulous. Everything had to be right. You know, and, and I'd say, guys. And they're like, no, I get it. I go, you know. Your dad would not like to enter the keg grove van. No, no, no. no, no he, I, would be, he would be on that I have washed my hands of that van. <laughs> you know, he I would be on that. He'd be like, oh, my I God. If, yeah, right, so if, you, if my dad was sitting downstairs and you know, knew him, he would not be afraid to say, Jeff, Tyler. Come on. Right. That no, van, I you mean, just can't have that van there, doing that. Because yeah. that's what he'd say to me about my car. Brett, yeah. that, that car's not clean enough. You know, you, 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 you people, you're parking say in front the, of people's uh, business. The car matches the van. The, yeah. <laughs> and that's where, you know. So, yeah. So, that was, for right now, that's fine. I mean, we nobody gets in that van other than us. And no. But Beer Force 2? Beer Force 2. We're, we're going to have different rules. Different rules. Or maybe <laughs> Beer Force 3. No, 2. 2? Okay. The next one, he's ready. There is, uh, yeah, so, there's going to be, and there is, and again, there's something to that too, though. That that appearance, that look. I mean, I got that from my dad about why that was important. That's the exterior, Brett. I know, yes, yes, I know. But he, but he, my dad's answer always was, "You guys can't work well if your space isn't good." You I know? agree. He goes, you know, uh, you need a good space. So yeah, he Tyler and I this things. morning. Tyler and I this morning. Had a not, little. not Tyler and you. I discussed you, with Tyler. I was here. I personally <laughs> hit a moment of, I got to get all this shit out of this van. I have not the van. Yes, yes. yes. He has a little stuff. Is, he does retract his stuff from my quarter. <laughs> People Holy I, crow! I have no idea what just happened there, Brett or Tyler. Uh, <laughs> but my computer farted, and apparently it stopped recording, or we ran into some snafu. I wonder. I wonder if it had the two two K concern that you're <laughs> talking about. It, it could have, right? it could, <laughs> or it had the Jeff beers Beer in. Uh, <laughs> Your beer is far enough that you won't spill yes, it on your computer, but you may have clicked something. It's a built-in something. safety function for you? Yes. yes. Like it, it, my computer's watching out for me so that <laughs> it won't get tainted in beer again. Although, and, that's, uh, although that's scary when you start saying the technology's well, watching out for us. You know what? I need it to watch okay. out for me, uh, Brad. I don't like that thing listens. I know it well, listens to everything because so I see the folks. lights like twitch. My favorite thing is whenever we talk about a total tangent here. Oh, no, that's okay. That's whenever we talk about a TikTok video. It, you se- it seems like the next day I get whatever you talked about. I don't know if you get what I talked about, but I mean, it's like, that's creepy. Yes, that's creepy. Yeah. I try to talk to myself, yeah. oh. and then I go to Google, and I just type in like the first letter or something I was talking about to see if it pops up. I does, it's yeah. pretty and, freaky and, how much actually yeah, it picks yeah, up of what I was up. talking about. Well, yeah, that is freaky. Yeah. Exactly. 
So okay, so we'll go back no, to where we were. Where so, are we at? 2001.5? So we get the call from our biggest customer, one of our biggest customers at the time, Super Pantry, that I have to make a decision for our company. Yeah. So not only does it affect my partnership with the guys that we've been doing with, it also affects all my employees, everybody Ooh, that works yeah, for me. No doubt, no is, doubt. This is a huge chunk of our business. So I've come to the conclusion that we're going to, Keep the whole account. So I I do the difficult part first, and I call my partner and tell him what's going on. And of course, he's not happy. The well, super pantry didn't want to do it. Well, they did. No, I mean they didn't want to call and say like, no, "Hey, they did. They wanted to call." Oh, they okay. And I said, "No, I got to call." Okay. Mm-hmm. That can't be your call. Yeah. And she's she's like, "Are you sure?" I go, "It's got to be my call." I mean, Any difficult I'm, one, you have to I'm, do yourself. I'm the yes. partner. I, I got to do. Yeah. I'm making the decision. I said I could walk away. Yeah. I could choose to do that. I'm choosing not to. So I, I got to make the call. So so I made the call. He's not happy. Well, that's ridiculous. I'm, like, I'm going to go talk. I'm like, you can do whatever you want. I go, but I didn't make this decision. I didn't make this call. I didn't go do all this. This is coming from Kelly to me, and you got her so upset that she doesn't want to work with you. Yeah. And I guess it's her call. So you can go do what you want, and but I'm going to do it. Which is crazy that the the brothers, right, mm-hmm. above her, let her make, make her that call. Let her make the call. And she's young. She's yeah. probably 31, 32 at the time, you know. And coffee's a big part of convenience store business. Oh, yeah. A lot of dollars, yeah. you know, coffee, soda. Tobacco, alcohol. Well, because obviously you guys were selling pizza. But I mean, with those items, Donuts, yeah. those are those are huge. I mean, obviously you guys are doing well with them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, for them too to be like, you know what? Hey, you know, you make. I mean, that's a lot of trust to put into an employee. Yeah, a lot. Of you know, trust. for Absolutely. her. Yeah. So, so I, I told her. I said, well, I need you to come over here. I said, so we need to have a meeting with with my crew and with the people in my in in in. in my crew that know our partner and work with so that they can reiterate what you're saying. He says, well, don't worry, I'll tell them. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I know, but I said, I need more people here besides me. Yeah. So that's why I said, I can't have it just be my word. I said, so I want as many as I can have, plus yours. I mean, you're going to tell them I get that. Well, he never really did forgive us. So eventually, over time, by 2006 or seven, that partnership had pretty much drifted. Well, I mean, it was a little longer. 2008 still. So yeah. We did something together in Indiana too. We had some other stuff. No, I get you. So, but it, it did put a, it put a kink in the whole thing. He just didn't believe that we were telling the truth, which is sad. Because yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I told him, I said, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't do that. I said, and you have people. She's telling you. Other people. I mean, how many more people can tell you that it was you? No, yeah. You know, but okay, well, so... So instantly, we grow another 200. They were a little smaller on their side, but all of a sudden, we just grew another 10% overnight, another $240,000 in sales, just like that, you know, from, from nothing. Just now, we have, to invest, we have to invest in all the equipment. Yeah, I've got to yeah. buy all the equipment that's in the stores and, and pay, pay my partner for his, for his equipment, you know, because, that, again, that's the right thing to do. And so we did. We paid him for all the equipment. And... and um, that became by far our largest customer, you know. So all of a sudden, you know, they went from being part of the group of large customers to being silly large all by themselves. Right. And um, 
that was that was just another huge step because we now then again had to hire another person, you know, because we're going to Indiana all of a sudden. We never went to Indiana. Yeah. yeah. You know, now we were already in Champaign, you know, because we had Colonial Pantry, which is the other convenience store over there. So we were already in Champaign. We were all the way to Danville. So we were. The Indiana you were part, close. We were, you were close. close. We could have all yeah. again. We were the ones that could have always covered the whole account anyway. Mm-hmm. Just need to have the right bodies in place. Where yeah. He couldn't really do it without major structural changes. Yeah. I mean, he pretty much never left Champaign or Danville all those years up until then. So it was a big difference. You know, we we're all at work: St. Louis, Chicago. Yeah. Um, and and two thousand, Biagi's is. I don't think Madison opened yet, but you know they're. Here, Champagne and Madison; those are the first three stores. Yeah. So, so we're getting ready to expand with them. Um, so, that becomes a huge step in our in our growth. So now, now we have the, the, this huge customer along with our other big customers and the convenience stores. Um, then, the White Hen thing happened. Well, one of the guys at White Hen ended up at Growmark. Um, yeah. At, at, at which Farm Services. Yeah. Well. Their deal was they wanted to take their farm service stores like we have out here on 150. Yep. Yeah. Um, and yep. There are a couple others in yeah. town too. Yeah. Yeah. And they wanted to make them into real yeah. convenience stores. Yep. Well, that was a struggle because they're all co-op. So yeah. every county, basically, not make McLean County's big, so that's kind of but groups of counties. Each one of them are their own companies. You know, they're different mm-hmm. forms. This Growmark Corporation. Yeah. So, trying to get them all herded is like herding cats, you know, <laughs> and, you know getting them all on the same mm. coffee program. I've never herded cats, yeah. right? It's not a, I'm not sure a, they're all pissed and yeah. nobody wants to go really in the same direction. Want, you really only want to do it if you want a lot of exercise. I, <laughs> I, I, I tried to herd a small dog this week, but it didn't go well. And that didn't go well yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, that became our next nice customer, though, because... Because of our relationships, we became their preferred coffee supplier. Okay. So our job was then to go convince the, the, the co-ops to, to join us. And, and we got a decent amount of them. Most of the FS stores are in Iowa. Yeah, of course. Right. So they're then all the way in Iowa, past Des Moines, in, all, in, in really small towns like okay. Storm Lake, Iowa and stuff. So all of a sudden now we're running around to Iowa every two weeks. Did you ever look at like putting like a another location in Iowa, we Indiana, did. wherever? We did, and we were two things. You know, back then gas was really cheap still. Yeah. You know, gas was still only a buck fifty nine. Uh, oh yeah, back when I got my driver's license. Yeah, right. I remember that it was right. nice. You know, gas was still. Really I don't know cheap. when I got my license. It was a dollar one. Yeah, we were pissed when it went to a dollar one. I've only yeah. had, I only I had was a, pissed when it went over a dollar. We, so, we, yes. we were at seventy nine cents for so long. Uh, so long. You know, I mean, so when well, I, was I mean, that's why our generation cruised. Yes, so yeah. we literally yes. cruised. Yeah. I've been down this so when I was paying a dollar one, you were probably paying less still. Because oh. I was on the oh, east, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Yeah. We were still paying less. I yeah. only remember a handful uh, of times when I was 16 to 18 where it was under a buck. Yeah, right, yeah. So, yeah. so, so yeah, so we're nine years apart, and but that's still so good for. I mean, even no, for yeah, me. it is. But like I, but like I was a ninety-nine cents kid. Like I watched that, and then it flipped and started going higher slowly, slowly, very slowly. 
my mom. She gave me 20 bucks a week. That was my lunch money and my gas money. Your gas money. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, no, gas is going up. Like, not like a penny or two pennies. Nowadays, it's like, gas went up a buck. Right. Shit. Right, like, exactly. Now, I feel now like, gas goes oh like God. 80 cents a day. A day. I, I, yeah. I fill my truck up, but it's 150 oh. bucks these days. Ridiculous. I mean, are you kidding me? I, uh, I I can't afford to go back to see my family. I, I I'm sorry. I know, right? I can't go home. <laughs> I can't go home. It's so expensive. <laughs> and you know your family's lit. Somebody's going to hear this. No, no, no. My mom listens every week. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know she's packing no, right now. No, Don't worry, like, Jeffy. I'm coming to you, baby no, boy. No, no, She's like, are you freaking kidding me? I come out to see you twice a year. You're going to get your ass in your car. You're coming home. Yeah, we're right. welcome home. <laughs> That's oh not. God. but. But it's, it is. It's stupid it, these days. It is. It but we're not going to go into these That's days. a whole nother. We're going back. That's a whole nother. Brett, so, take us in the time machine back to 2000. We're 2002-ish. You know, oh, so, two-ish. So, so the FS thing is, yes. is, is now rolling. Yes, we looked at, like Tyler said, we looked at doing, but it was like, yeah, you know, all the expenses, having a place out there. having an, And the other part was going back to the we part. It didn't feel right to have an employee that was... Three hundred and some miles out there, away. just kind of all by themselves. Even a sales guy just out flying by himself. Yeah, like you know, that's that's and, and and we didn't know how much we wanted to grow in Iowa. Yeah, you know, we were like, yeah, well, do we really want to grow a lot in Iowa, or because we, we're growing fine here? Yeah, so it was yeah. like, so do we want to grow? We were, we were tempted. We were tempted, mm-hmm. but we're like, no, let's just take care of FX and let's just do that. So we had them. And we only had them for like five years because then that whole program with them fell apart. Yeah. Not on our, they, they just were like, we're, we're giving up on trying, yeah, to, yeah. trying to herd the cats anymore and we're not going to go. I mean, we, we got some of the stores in Iowa from pressure from above and other things to make the switches, not just us convincing them. And we'd go... And, and we put in coffee grinders, trying to bring them into really good coffee and everything. Right. And they would pre-grind the coffee, which defeats the whole purpose. It does. You know, yes. that's, and they'd have days worth of coffee ground. And not only that, then you stack the coffee on top of each other. So now the grounds are getting on the filters, which gets in the coffee and all this stuff. And, you, and you're trying to explain it to them. And then you're looking at the coffee. Oh, and yeah. Tyler Seagulls to me, because, yes, This I is like that. talking to you about, God, this about is all on coffee. my, yes, I understand, Brett. I understand. Don't put it in the freezer. No, you know, no. Oh my God! Don't ever put I, coffee in the I'm freezer. Right. No. Freezer. Yes. Okay, so forgive my parents for taking the crappy Folgers stuff they no. bought and they threw so, it in the freezer because it lasts. The longer. thing is, they did what they were told to do. Right, that back was a thing. Then. That yes. was a thing. Yeah, they're not wrong back then. However, it's just we, like we've everything that else. That not, we've learned that's not the best. Not Something about right. the oils, right? Right. Like well, I'm, yeah, well, I'm well, getting a hole. And also the moisture, because when you take it out of the freezer, the beans are now wet. Yes. Because anything that defrosts is wet. So you, you're you're already adding moisture ahead of time. So when you do grind them, they don't grind right. Hot mess. You know, it's a mess. Hot it's just mess. not a good situation. It's so. just like taking just pre-ground even and freezing it. No, no. Well, no, God no, bless them no, that no. I still came out wanting the darkest coffee I can get because that's what I like. Yes. <laughs> I applaud you for liking it. My parents told me you drink it black or you drink nothing at all. All I ever knew was black or decaf. Oh, I didn't well, know yes. there was all these other yes. options. All these other yes. French vanilla, if you wanted to be fancy. No, no right. flavored coffee. The only flavored coffee there was a caramel one back home. 
We ever did the squirt things place. and all that stuff? Well, it was weird. It, it was a coffee shop in the mall. I worked in the mall, and they had a caramel thing going on, and it was delicious, but it was horrible in calories. Horrible, right? Horrible, and it had, of course, whipped cream on top. I mean, let's be honest. The liquid candy bar. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I, I may have gained some inches. From and, uh, no. No, never me. It doesn't and, uh, show. No, it doesn't show at all. I mean, <laughs> no, no, not honestly, uh, it doesn't because there's other things that show now. But uh, um, girlish figure. Yes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's, it's tricky. I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But preferences, they're different in... Trends are different, and are, you follow the trends. Right, right, because the trends change. I mean, yes. all the time. So, you know, uh, again, like we said, the, the convenience stores, the powdered cappuccino was ridiculously huge. You know, we never thought it would be what it was. Well, it's like know. hot chocolate. What? Let's be honest. Yes. Yes, I mean, it's with like, caffeine. With caffeine. More caffeine. And it was a huge, huge part of mm-hmm. our business. Now, now today, it's not a huge part of our business. That part of the business in the because you can go get a mocha chocolate. Right, it's all shrunk away, and now you got all the fan, the bigger stores are all going to the single cup machines where they make their own cups, and then you add the flavor and that make it more yeah. like a real cappuccino because yeah. the customers demanding that. They're like, I don't want just the hot chocolatey stuff anymore, so they're doing that. Um, so yeah, so FS FS was a great experiment in doing in doing Iowa. Um, and it was good. I mean, we, we did that for five years. I had one guy ran the route, Noble Staley. He was he was great. He was perfect for it. Great name for it. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good and, name. And Noble was just a wonderful guy. He was uh, uh, just sort of wonderful and was in his own world and did things that were like, did you really do that? So right. Noble would call me, and he'd go, and he always called me Breddy. He'd go, oh, Breddy, I screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> Noble, what'd you do, man? It's not like Corey. It does. Hey, you know what? I did this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you're like, you really did that? And, of course, we just always be got back. Like the rest of us, we'd be like, well, it's just Noble. Right. You know, it's like, okay, not, not surprising. Right. So, so one of his best ones, and again, it only could probably happen in Iowa at this point in time, just because of the way the rules have changed and things are. He pulled in to get the oil changed, and um, so Noble had forgot something in the truck. So the truck's up in the air. It's an old oil. Right, truck. right, right, right. And Noble pulls himself up into the truck. Well, they let him. Why? I don't know. You know, he gets into the truck to get what he forgot. Well, whatever else Noble got distracted by, he's up there for a minute or two. He forgets he's in the air. Oh, shit. And he just walks out of the truck. No. And that's when he calls me. He goes, Ready. I really screwed up. And he tells me, I, I fell out of the truck. I'm like, what do you mean I fell out of the truck? I'm like, how, how does one fall out of the truck? And I'm thinking, Noble doesn't drink. Noble doesn't do any of this stuff. Well, the stuff. truck was in the air. What, what? the hell was yeah, in the right? air? Because when I was getting the oil changed and I was in the... And I, my, my mind's just all... I'm like, how are you still in the truck? Well, I climbed back in the truck. I forgot... 
They let you climb back in the tr- well. Yeah, you know, I just told him I needed to get something. That's again, not oil. He's in the middle of oil. Right? You know, right? I mean, why would you let him? Climb? Why would you not lower the thing down for him? Yeah, well, well, just not out. We're in the middle of it. I know this is the two thousands, but they're still pulling places. Right? How the hell is it up in the air? Right. Right. It's the level. Well, again, it is the middle of Iowa. I understand. The station is probably fifty years old. Two thousands. That was the the days of the five minute oil change. Right. Yes. We couldn't wait. Noble couldn't wait five minutes. No. <laughs> no. No. It's noble. And so he's like, "Brady, I, I hurt pretty bad. I don't think I broke anything." I'm like, "So, tell me what happened again." Oh, well, I, I got in the truck and I was doing da da da. And I don't even remember exactly what because I'm still always distracted. All this going through my mind. I'm like, yeah. And then I then I just stepped out of the truck like I was on the ground. And I'm like, "So you like?" Literally fell out of the truck. Yes, that's what I was saying. I fell out of the truck. I'm like, wow. Okay. Are you sure you're okay? Yeah, I think so. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know here in a little while if I'm okay. <laughs> you know, and he's five hours away. Yeah. It's not like I can just go send somebody to get him in two minutes, you know. And I'm like, yeah. what's going on? Oh, my gosh. He was always entertaining. Always things, just forgetting things, doing things. <laughs> Customers loved him. He was super nice. Can we start calling Corey Noble? You can. You can use that. So because he won't I, understand it completely. Now Corey is, does listen to these, so Corey, we do love you. We're yes. just giving no, you a yeah. hard time. Well, yeah. Yeah. And we love Corey. Like every other day, we love Noble. I love Corey. Yes, and there's no disrespect. But just like this week, we've been talking about how early mornings aren't his thing. And he's like, he's like, oh hell no, they're not my thing. I I can't even figure out where what's up and down. And my best like, Corey story this week, this week <laughs> was that he sold all this beer, and he you know he does his tasting and all this stuff, and he comes back and the, and the next morning he's telling me about how great it all went, and he goes, yeah, I sold all this beer. He goes, I left the check there on the counter. <laughs> Yo, that happened. Yeah, I'm okay. Well. <laughs> That's so funny because that you would be, gotta go get it. Well, that would be noble too. Yes, he'd come back and he'd be checking in his book, and you know he's supposed to have eighteen hundred dollars yeah. collected from the customers, and he'd have seven hundred and fifty. And he'd go, oh, Freddy, I left that four hundred dollars here and that eight hundred dollars there. Well, I knew it felt light. You gonna go back tomorrow and get that? Oh yeah, I'll call him. I'll go get that. Thanks, buddy. Like, oh my gosh. No, like, we, how do you forget that? And, yeah, and for the record, we, we do truly love Corey. Corey is an amazing, he's done a great job. And oh, of course, always do. Oh. But it, it's little things. It's and, little. And, and Corey could be here right now talking about us just right. as much right, as right, we're talking. Things. So, yeah. trust so. me, there's plenty of things I've done this week that you can say, oh, that dumbass. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not me. So, those were those no, are always. Tyler those are, is that, always that, perfect. It's, yes. It's, well, somebody's got to be. Yeah. Somebody oh, yeah. has to be. <laughs> and Tyler is the tight ship. <laughs> Tyler is the class we all achieve to be. Right? You know what I mean? Like, yes. There is no second or third in no, my in my book. There's first. Yes. He's the he's the nuclear submarine. He is. He's, he is. He's, 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 he's got it all put together. And Come he, on, you better. And we self destructs. We're all going. That's down. right. We're all right? going yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, so yes, that's yes, right. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, because I ain't going down by myself. <laughs> he's already told me that. I'm taking everybody with me. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to uh, prison together. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Anybody listening to this would be like, no wonder why he's such a dick. He actually is. He actually is. <laughs> he's going to take everybody with him. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he's the first to say, 
you fucked this up. We're going to prison together, and I'm going to fucking take it. I'm not going by myself. I'm not going by myself. Together, we have a standing chance. That's right. I got you, brother. Yeah. Always oh. together. It's co- always that's, together. That's, that's comforting. It's the Keg Grove way. We got it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, so yeah, so so Noble survived his time in Iowa. He was he he, he did FS for all those years, and then uh, and and Doug's in did Iowa some too. So we gave gave Noble a break and traded off. But uh, nice. but Noble was always just oh my gosh, always something with him. Just a just a just a so you you have to love employees with character. Yes, character goes a long way, right? It, like especially in sales. Like you're talking about sales does. positions. It, I have no well. I have character, but not character in the right way. Tyler I can't has, sell anything. Right, Tyler and I cannot sell shit. Like literally, I could take a bag of shit and I couldn't sell it to anybody, and neither could Tyler. Well, even that buys it, it wouldn't be worth right. dealing with. Corey, <laughs> but like Corey can sell a bag of shit to somebody, somebody. because he'll talk you into it. What's the the Tommy Boy quote? Your dad can sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. We we know. No, there's like, that. you give us some beers, we'll hoax you into something. <laughs> and then I'll forget about it, and you'll probably end up with three beers. You'll probably forget about it, and we did nothing. <laughs> you but, got nothing. You know. but, but yeah, no, having character and having these characters is such a big deal. It uh, is. I mean, it makes, again, our crew was just, everybody was interested. You know, Dale, you know, uh, we had touched on him before, you know, 30 years of him working for us. Yeah, he was five foot five. We called him Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he hated it and loved it. You know, but he was he was a character, and he was the one. I, I think we touched on this last time. He didn't say his customers weren't his customers; they were his friends. Yes. yes. You know, now ninety five percent of them were. Yeah. The other five percent hated him. Yeah. Like I get calls, Brett. If you send that little man in my store again, <laughs> I'm going to quit. <laughs> really. Are you serious? Right, you serious? right, right. I won't send him in. No, anymore. right. I'll, I'll take care. But ninety-five. Because I, I knew, I knew how his personality was. He was so aggressive. But at ninety-five percent. But it was that's okay. Other, right, that's right. fine. Because yeah. again, part of the reason we didn't lose customers wasn't me. It was all of them. They're the ones. We, I mean, I had contact with the big customers. Yeah. But all the day-to-day customers, we didn't lose them either. And that was because of the guys, and yeah. they were there every month, every two weeks, yeah. you know, getting to know them, yeah. being friends and, with them. And so many people, know. I don't think, understand that about businesses. There's so many layers, especially small business. Especially. There's not as many people per layer, but there are a ton of layers. Yes. And you try, and you try, and, and, and every personality, it's either a win or a, lo- a loss, and it's just... You just keep trying and trying and trying and yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. It's such a, a thing. And then the, having that mindset of the customers being, again, going back to, to what my dad said that we touched on, that the customers don't care what right. we know until they know that we care. That's what that my whole crew got. Yeah. So they got that from every guy, every person that came and showed up. They knew we cared. They yeah. knew that Doug cared and, and Doug cared. Doug cares. <laughs> right, 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 right. Get a lot of Doug. I get it. Get a lot of Doug. I get it. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Well, right here, there's a lot of Jeffs. Right. Yeah. 
Jeff, I mean, they knew, you they knew Jeff, whoever showed up, the, the service yeah. guy, you know, the route guy, whoever showed up that they cared. Yeah. They wanted them to be taken care of. And so that part, and they and they would get to know the customers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, service calls. We'd get calls and somebody would say, hey, send send Trevor, you know, send, send Dave, you know, because... That's cool. And we'd be like, okay, yeah. we can do that. Now, sometimes we'd have to tell them from inside, you know, the, the girls answering the phone said, you can have Trevor, of course, but you can't have him today. Yeah. You know, he's already in Rockford. Right, <laughs> you know, right, so right, right. You can't have, well, that's okay, I'll wait. Or he's not working for the next two days. Oh, right, or, or whatever. whatever right. it is. But or, otherwise, or it's overtime. Or he, yeah. Hey, but yeah. otherwise. He fell out of a truck with the old James <laughs> thing going. <laughs> You're going to have to wait at least a week because he's got a mild concussion. I'm not really sure where he's at right now. He's head first out of a truck and an oil change. Sorry. Oh, that's a story you'll have now for whatever you can tell that to people. Yes. Like, it's yes. a noble yes. story. Yes. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love that, too, the noble story. The noble story. We're going to tell you the noble story. Uh, uh, You're a noble. Yeah. So let's just start that right here. You're a noble employee. Uh, oh, yeah. That's so noble of you. Way to go. So noble. That's so noble of you. That's so noble. Oh, God. So noble. So noble. <laughs> okay, so. So, yes. so, so the convenience stores, as we said, was we got to 2000. So we have the big change with, with Super Pantry. We add FS. So now, now we're closing in for the first time on $3 million in savings. Jeez. So that's, that's a huge, huge step in the, you know, in the company. So Is this like an employee party at this point? Like, do you have like, like, hey, we hit this milestone? Oh, yes. You know yes. what I mean? It's like, okay. So we're, we're, we are a sales organization. Yeah. That's my dad's background, right? Yeah. He was a salesman. And so we were always big on numbers. Yeah. Numbers were a big deal. So every month I'm posting all the stuff. Um, yeah. You know, one of the things that, that dad and I clashed a little bit on, he thought I was a little too open, you know, because I put up everything. Yeah. Here's what we made, here's what we didn't make. Yeah. Well, geez, they don't need to know all that. Yeah. Well, sure they do. Yeah. I mean, they need to know. They yeah. need to know exactly where we are because, yeah. again, they're the ones making this happen, and I want them to know, hey, we made money this month. Eh, we didn't make any money this month. Here's why we didn't make money this yeah. month. Yeah. You know, um, we were also very open. We didn't talk about what my dad made because that was a separate business, and they all knew we made a lot of money. Yeah. But it was separate. He was doing his thing. Yeah. You know, but our business, they knew exactly what I made. We had all that stuff. It was out in the open. Here's 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 how this works. Here's, yeah. here's what it is. Yeah. Um, because why not? We're well, not lying if, to anybody. If, I, if I mean, I'm afraid to say what I'm making, then I must be making too much. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, why would I why would I feel like I should yeah. You know, yeah. be afraid of saying what I'm what what's going on? So, you know, we would we would go through, you know, having the numbers out. And we didn't go into exact details, but they knew because here it is. Here's the payroll guys, and everybody can sort of figure out that everybody's making. Right. You know, it's like not that hard. Well, well this just missing, so, so wait a minute. That must be uh, well, Brett's got to be making yeah. that much. You yeah, know, so. must be nice driving <laughs> that 200,000 mile an hour or 200,000 mile <laughs> maximum around every day. Come on, man. So... So, you know, it was, it was very, we were very number oriented. Sales was, yeah, so it was. Every time we're hitting a new sales number, it's a big deal. We're, yeah. ce- we're celebrating that as a, as a group. Um, you know, and my dad was always very conscious of sales being 
an important driver, but not just paying the sales guys for it, paying everybody for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it's like a morale booster, too, for those sales guys. It it's is. like, hey, we can do better. Yes. A huge, huge morale booster. Yeah. And, you know, and part of it always was that they were always competing with each other. Right. You know, they wanted to be the one who got the next big account. You right. Know? So, like, uh, Ed, who we mentioned a little bit, you know, at the end of the last one, Ed became our, our best sales guy. Out of out of the, out of outside outside of outside of me, selling. But he's the one who sold the objects. He's mm. the one who went and called on them when they were in the trailer, not me. I came in with him, you know, right. afterwards. <laughs> right, so, right. Um, you know, he he made he made those type of things happen. So, you know, he, those those things were he would do that. Doug was out selling slush machines. Right, right, right. That's still my. So I still I still have not had a coffee slushie. You still haven't had a coffee No, slushie. and I'm not really exactly sure where I can go to get one. Well, that's a great question, seriously, about about in, in town, where, who is selling a coffee slushie. Because the problem with the coffee slushes is that if you aren't selling enough, you got to throw it out. Right, yeah. It's yeah, all yeah, aerated, yeah. and it yeah. don't taste Because I get the iced coffee. I've had iced coffee. Right. But coffee slushy is a whole other thing. Yeah, you know. So and since we have talked, well, not I mean, on recording about it, I want to know what the hell <laughs> coffee slushy well, is. One of these days, we will either get a slushy machine up here and play with one, or we'll get you down to Decatur and play with a coffee slushy because we got recipes for slushies and stuff. And, you know, well, I like both options. We got a few people in Decatur I mean, we can stop and visit. Oh, yeah, we have a up the date. I'm, I'm road trip. <laughs> road trip. Yeah. You know, so. So it's 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 a delicious drink. I love that because it's not overly sweet. It's yeah. not it's not it's still sugar. I mean because it's got it's got got to have because you have to have some sugar in it to keep it from freezing into a complete solid. Well, it's, like I you know I love chefs like Bell, but otherwise it's just an ice cube. So well, and I love that. coffee like I've told you yes. in the in the winter time when it's cold I drink coffee. Right, you like because coffee. I usually sweat during the day working no matter what. Yeah. But in the summer, I don't want to start off hot and then sweat and then so and then have a hot coffee. Yeah, yeah. and then have hot coffee, but a coffee slushy now. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, that's kind of slushy is not my recommended route. Iced coffee. If if you have to go, I would go because iced coffee is just coffee with ice. It I is mean, right. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, but I don't like dark black coffee with just ice. I've had it. It's a little weird to me. It is weird to me as well. I think it's just like beer. It's an acquired taste. Well, yeah, probably so. Slushy yeah. is just the sugar. It's got like, sugar. Like, like you can't drink uh, diet soda. Well, I'm not saying I need so. I mean, 48 ounces of it. No, but, you but know, I'm maybe saying, nice. If you can't thing. do diet soda with no sugar, then well, there's uh, fake sugar. I'm just saying. But I like French vanilla coffee. Well, yeah, but that's still just coffee, though. It's still just that's coffee. That's just not much sugar in there? No, no. The French no, vanilla yeah. part is, 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 is an oil extract. Yeah, so it's just vanilla. There, there, yeah. There's no sugar in it. There's that many calories in just oil? Or French vanilla oil? Well, I don't know what you're ordering. Well, which French vanilla coffee right. do you get? Quick and easy. Yo. Oh, <laughs> you're getting the cappuccino. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're getting right. the like cappuccino. You're getting hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So if you like that, you're going to like the coffee slush. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So you're okay. fine then. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I was really happy when the... Well, just today you were telling me you don't like diet soda either. Well, well now because sweet. of my whole energy drink mix right. thing and like, what I'm doing, yeah. Personally... I got nothing for you. 
I just want to try a coffee slushie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you should do it, and you should like suck on that straw all day. I, I applaud that. <laughs> Tell me you don't like slushies. I'm not doing it. Nope. Not that polar bear with the icy shirt on, sweater thing on, does it that just draw you to the machine? It, it used to, but I no longer do that. Yeah, and so so we were the slush puppy guy, which was the dog. That was slush dog. Yeah, yeah, the dog. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about him. Slush dog. That's who we were. He had an SP on his shirt. Yeah. Oh, I, I've drank yeah. many slush puppies and ices, so, but I no longer So that do. was, you know, we got into that business, back, and that's how Dale came to us. Okay. So, so Dale, Dale, who was a 30-year employee, Dale was um, working for um, the Slush Puppy distributor in St. Louis. We became their sub-distributor in the early 80s, um, and because they weren't they weren't looking for anybody here. This was their CR Frank was their name. They were, they were a concession sales company, snow cones. All yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. What a workers. racket, man! Yeah. Oh, what a racket! Yeah. Red and blue sugar. Yes, yeah, tons of sell sugar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you think about all the stuff they sold, right? You know, cotton candy, everything, yeah. sugar, sugar, dumping on ice, just make money. So, Jesus. Uh, so he he came up here to help us sell Slush Puppy as a sub-distributor. Well, uh, he, that was 84, so he's helping before I started working. He's helping Dad and Kenny and, and Chuck and those guys place a few slush machines. I forget who we had that wanted slush, but somebody had wanted slush. I think it was probably the White Hen Pantries, because we had the stores down here before we got all of them. That's how we started. So I think it might have been the White Hens. So, well... Dale's helping us. We get I get here in '86, and I'm like, hmm, slush. This is interesting. We should grow this because it's summer business. Balance out our coffee drop in sales. We lose about 20, 25 percent of our sales in the summertime. So how do we weird. balance it? Slush not puppy. weird. Slush puppy is our balance. So we really start growing. Well, by '88, we're twice as big as CR Frank in slush. And I'm like, I call Mr. Radcliffe and go, uh, I can't be a sub distributor. I'm paying them money that they don't deserve. I'm bigger than them. Yeah. You know, I need to be a distributor like everybody else. And he, mm-hmm. so he makes us a distributor, and I hired Dale. Dale said, I'd like to come. My wife and I are ready to leave St. Louis, and we'd like to come up here. I said, well, then come work for me. He said, you're a great sales guy. So he started as our sales guy before he became a route guy on Slush Puppy. So Slush Puppy was our big thing. So in the completely off of the business side so but but timing's perfect early 2000s i embarrassed both of my sons because sam was still not having all the issues that he has today but but nick especially so they came home for halloween well we used to have a slush you would love this we had a slush puppy machine in our garage of course you did (laughs) blue or red well well only only one no only one Only one because because we did start with both blue and red, mm-hmm. but then the adults in the neighborhood were like, blue. "Can't we? It's blue. Can't we make? It? Can't Blues? we make? Can't we make one of them an adult side?" So I made the adult side lemonade. So we had lemonade mm-hmm. with, with, with vodka in it, and then we had the red and blue, which the kids would choose from. Wait, and and, and usually, it was, usually it was blue. That's what I uh, thought. I would go blue, I'd go so, blue too. So, so we had a slush we, machine. We, blue so we had a slush machine enough. in the garage. Well, so everybody knew us as the slush guys, of course. So, slush guys, so, yes. So, um, Coffee Brit was slush puppy. Yes, slush puppy. 
So the kids just don't know this. You know, again, they're they're six and That's five. That's a good beer whatever. name or seltzer name, Slosh Puppy. Slosh Puppy. Yes, it is a great name. Put your name like put your face like. They they come home and and uh, it's Halloween. We're gonna go trick or treat. You know, at like five thirty six o'clock. Yeah. Right now, and um, Irene's getting them ready, and I go into the garage and I get dressed. I have. Slush puppies. Uh-huh. <laughs> they open the garage. She opens the door and they're out front. Uh-huh. Nick starts to run away like, I ain't going with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and nobody will even know it's me. He says everybody will know it's you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yep. So I, I did that for a couple of years. I was the slush puppy dog. In That's the, awesome. I so, remember... That's a fun thing to have people wear it. We had people wear it. I mean, I remember guys wearing it when it's 100 degrees. I'm like, don't you stay in there too long. Oh, God, yeah. It's too damn hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I don't know how long I could last. No, 100%. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, Slush Puppy was a huge part of our business. So you were going to say something. Yeah, I don't remember what what county uh, my my dad was working, uh, Deputy Sheriff's County. And uh, there was a parade that my my mom took us too. I was little. My brother was still a baby. I don't think he was walking. But my dad was the McGruff dog. Oh, oh. The, the crime dog. Yes. Crime dog. Yeah. I didn't know that it was him. You know, I was. I just knew I was at the parade with my mom or whatever. Yeah. And the dog yeah. comes yeah. walking up right, right up to me and like you, to give him a hug. And I'm like, oh, he knows me. He knows who I am, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said like I saw I had the picture of me and the McGruff dog, and then I found out it was my dad. I'm like. Well, that's kind of a downer. Like, yeah, right. I thought oh, the dog actually knew me. Why are you and the dog? Why are you? Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. <laughs> my dad was McGraw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Take a bite out of crime. <laughs> <laughs> Good old McGraw. <laughs> um. Okay. So so slush puppy is is now a big part of our business. At that same time, we grew that during the nineties. But the early 2000s, we're out putting slush machines in every convenience store. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, let's let's get them. We all love them. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, ooh, ooh, I mean, like, okay. Sl- ooh, slush I mean, puppy. the profit margin on that has to be ridiculous oh, for the stores. It's absurd. For everybody. Yeah. At all the levels, because it's, it's just sugar it, and water. We made yeah. good money. The stores made A little great food money. Color. You know, uh, and, and Slush Puppy, the corporation, made a fortune. You know, uh, Will, Will Radcliffe had two Learjets. You know. oh. So, you know, that from selling slush. From selling he had slush. it with a dinghy boat. His, <laughs> his <laughs> they, they were out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Get gross. They were out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. And um, he, he owned one of the tops of one of the seven hills in Cincinnati. And they called it Mount Slushmore. So the first time we went there for a meeting, like in 89, after we became a full distributor, where you, you get there and you drive up this, in the hills in Cincinnati, if you've been to Cincinnati, they're big. They're, you know, they're, you know, 500, 600 feet up in the air. Yeah. They're, not, they're not little hills. Not Peoria and, hills. Yeah, not Peoria hills. And you're driving, <laughs> winding your way up this hill. You're not get up the top of the hill. And there's just this building, just a warehouse. It's not that big, maybe 15, 16,000 square feet with office space. And it's slush because, again, all he's doing is packing sugar water. Yeah. Right, right, doing, right, right. You know, and, and, and shipping it out. That's all he's doing. But it's a freaking great idea. Great idea. He came up with it in the early 70s. 
you know, he went to uh, uh, Kohler, Wisconsin, and bought uh, his first Stoltine freezing machine. Yep. And, and that's how it started. That's and it. That was it. And from that, he became a multi-millionaire, you know, selling slush all you over know the what? world. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. You know, it was just awesome. But I remember, like, I wanna... I'm like, wow, he had two Learjets. Holy you know, slush. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, selling slush puppy. We have zero Lear Jets. Yeah, uh, we're working on a dinghy. Yeah, working on a dinghy. Yeah, working on a dinghy. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. If I was him, I'd make the pilot wear the dog suit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting flown around by the slush puppy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you might have. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to ask Dale. Dale would know more because Dale oh obviously has been going to slush yeah. things. That would be hilarious. Yes. He's more involved with that. Like so. everybody on the plane, the flight attendants, the, the, the pilot, everybody's the dog. I'm sure what you're making, you would do it. I mean, I'd wear a dog suit. I don't care. I wouldn't care. For the, for the right price, I don't care. Oh, no. Yeah. I would just be suit. the dog with the hunchback because I'm pretty sure I couldn't stand up straight on the well, plane. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. Be, I mean, <laughs> that would be I'd be like, lurch, like, <laughs> grumpy dog. <laughs> grumpy dog, say leave. It's, yeah. a, it's insane the way people make money, though. It, it is. is. It is. The guy that made the, the plastic fake poop. Oh, everything. Or hillbilly teeth. Honestly. All that stuff is just like, really? Really? But seriously, you applaud them. It's You bucked the system. Congratulations, man. That is awesome. Or you followed the system and you did it the whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Good for you. You know, he he came up with he came up with a better way to sell frozen drinks. Exactly. You know, he, he yeah. put distributors all over the country and all over the world and let them yeah, that was the brilliance of it. He let us, the distributors, yeah. spend all the money. We bought the equipment. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and then he just sold us the product at his full markup. Well it's like you know, McDonald's providing all the marketing. Yeah. You know, yeah. everything, all the stickers, all the slush puppy dog, all that stuff helping us sell. Yeah. You know, because it was easy to sell because people were like well, there were only two frozen products, Icy, the, the Polar Bear, yeah. and Slush Bunny. Yeah. But we had an advantage in that our machines worked. The Icy machines still don't work very they well. Still they no, still they don't. No, they don't. That, which is amazing that they still and have, they have figured Mountain out the issues and that Cola they have. and everything in them, right. but they don't work. They don't work. They don't That's work. That's always been the problem. Yes. Yeah, where the Slush machines literally... So, C.R. Frank uh, eventually got out of the Slush business. And so we went and bought a bunch of their old Stoltine machines for, for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. You know, they wanted to sell them off. They weren't going out of business. They are just getting out of the slush business, you know, because they decided they didn't want to be in the service. They just wanted to be in the distribution. You no, know, I get you. So yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. We're getting out of it. So, so I, I bought a bunch of machines. Well, they had machines from the beginning. of They were a slush puppy distributor from the beginning. So they had machines from the early 70s. Yeah. And uh-huh. guess what? Cool. We still have them. Really? Machines they still work. Years, that work. Yeah. Fifty years old. Well, that was always They're the joke working. about. So imagine what vintage. kind of money those have made. Yeah. For everybody in vintage. I like vintage, vintage bread. That's all I gotta say is I like okay. vintage. Okay. I like vintage. Yeah, they're really cool. I mean, they're the old silver stainless steel yeah. stand-up yeah. machines. Yeah. Pull chain then, start. And then, <laughs> and, then <he> went, <laughs> and, and Will didn't miss anything. He was he was a marketing genius. He he had them stand the slush puppy logo on the machine. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Into the stainless steel. That can be covered by a sticker. Well, it's like a couple of our. uh, But it's still really cool that you did that. A couple of our fridges around here. 
Oh, a couple of our fridges are uh, sandblasted in a certain brand. In a certain yeah. brand, yeah. Okay, yeah. Not ours. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a was just a the whole idea of the slush puppy was just so cool. It was like, wow, what a what a great product for us. It was a great fit, uh, you know, being that balance. I enjoyed quite a few myself. Did yes, you do? Yes. Did, so aside from those, did you guys get into any other products besides that? Well, we 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 yeah, we did, but nothing else stuck. Like uh, so, so they also Slush Puppy got into the ice cream business for a while, which mm. called Freezebee. Was what yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we did the Freezebee thing and did it at all the. Uh, I remember the Wareco stations. Yeah, yeah, we had all the Warecos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't remember? No, they were gone probably by the time yeah, you got yeah, here. Yeah. But they were a company out of Jacksonville. And they had about thirty stores, and we had all those. You know, we haven't talked about them again. We were blessed. We had almost all the convenience stores because we had really just focused on them. Yeah. And so we put a lot of effort into it. Uh, Werco was all the small towns, you know, yeah. and uh, we did the Freezebee machine with it. It did okay, but ice cream's just a different animal. You know, the cleaning of the machine and all the things that go with it. And the convenience stores, most of them just weren't good enough at cleaning the machines. So then you would end up with the product going bad or yeah. the machine not working right. And we're like, yeah, but you guys aren't cleaning it. Yeah. We can't come clean it. Yeah, I yeah. can, yeah. but I don't even, I mean, back then we weren't even in the service bit. We were in our own service yeah, agents, yeah. but we weren't charging anybody for service. Everything yeah. we did was Well, but that's like us. now. I mean, yeah. like not not completely different industry. Look at like hotels with ice machines. Yes. You, you have to clean the ice machine. You have to pull the filters. You have to clean. I mean, that's some of the, I mean, totally leaving the brand. Like, that is one of the biggest horrible things out there right now. Yes. Like, you know, ice machines. And, ice machines, yeah. And that's, I'm not trying to pick on yours, but I mean, I under, I'm i sympathizing. Like, yes, I get it. Like, I'm an hour in the employee. Well, yeah. Draft lines. I cleaned it. Well, yeah, draft lines. Draft like, line, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're getting the draft nobody lines. Wants yeah. to, nobody yeah, wants nobody to do, wants to well, do yeah. it. Milk, a milk product. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At a convenience yeah. store. Okay, that's a that was a, yeah. Are there some that made it work? Sure. Yeah. But right. Overall, it was like yeah. So Slush Puppy did that for I maybe a decade, but it, in places they did really well for a while. But everybody ran into that issue eventually. Like okay, well, there's mold and there's crud and there's everything it's just bad. Everything yeah. just chunky. Yeah. So so yeah. So yeah. so so we did yeah. that. We got into we got into um, getting as part of the two thousands with Super Pantry. We got into the uh, pastry business, the ready-to-eat pastries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, in fact, they're still in the stores. They're the ones in the clear. I'm trying to remember the name of it. They're in the clear wrapper, and, and they're, they're like a French name. But they're in some of the convenience stores. Gold yeah. sticker. And probably. It's been so long. I go to a lot of gas yeah. stations. I know I you do. do. I know <laughs> you do. They're really good. They're yeah, really yeah, good yeah. pastries. And we were selling them, you know. Uh, I remember they were like, they couldn't find one of the, the big distributor didn't want to carry it for them uh, because of out of code. Because uh, the product expires. Yeah. yeah. The super pantry didn't want to be responsible for it. And they didn't want to be responsible for it. So and you so, chose so it. So we're like, so we all talked among ourselves, among the guys running the routes. We said, can we do that? We're like, yeah, we're in there every two weeks. We rotate the inventory anyway. So. So why can't we rotate pastries? Let's let's do it. So we did that for a couple of years. It was okay. 
Yeah. But by the time we were done with all the work and the little bit of money we made, we're like, yeah, that's not. No, we're that's not, not your. Not it's not your. Us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the only reason I had any guess is that so <laughs> my my dad's <laughs> family's from Fairbury. Yeah. Super Pantry was yeah. not even a block away from my grandparents' yeah. house. And, and I, there all the time. I was there yeah. all the time. Well, because yeah. my grandma and grandpa were like, hey, she run a car, you know, yeah, Super yeah, Pantry, yeah. which was also connected to the Dairy Queen, or close, or it was across the parking lot from Dairy Queen. Mm. Okay. So right. it was like, you can go to Dairy Queen, you can go to Super Pantry, you can get whatever, and you go back. Or it was go to the small town liquor store, which also had beef sticks that I enjoyed yeah. a lot. And the, and the old note, couple that... And a note from the... Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the old couple that owned it knew me and knew my uh-huh. grandfather. So it was just like, here, here's this, and you just go. And here's the 12-pack of Bush Light. That, well, I... <laughs> We're not going to incriminate anybody. Well, I mean, he's, he's no longer around. Right, so right, right, like, right. I don't think you, you incriminate anybody, saying, but yes. yes. But in a different era, things oh, were... It, it was different. Like, it was just it different. Was, oh, you're saying you're great? Well, in small, yeah, in small right. towns were always different right. anyway. It was right. just a different, oh, different yeah. world. Yeah. So, uh, uh, an interesting thing about relationships and how important they were in business, not our business directly, but Fairbury, just again, a little tangent from this, so Fairbury, um, the super pantry, the manager in that store was a lady named Star. That was her name. And uh, she was great at it. Um, and uh, the store was well run. The store was busy. But it's Fairbury. It's a small town. Casey's came to town. Casey's did not affect super pantry very okay. much. But... Uh, towards the end of the time for Super Pantry, they whatever happened with Star, I don't know what it was or how it went. They just went. Uh, she had been there a long time. She finally left and went to Casey's. Changed uh, everything. Yeah. They followed Star. You know, so that's, that's a small town. That's well, like the bar. It's it's a big deal. <coughs> that's like the Barton Street. A bartender leaves and they go somewhere else. That that shifts. That shifts. It shifts. Things. What's funny about uh, Fairbury, just way tangent with, with her leaving in Casey's. I didn't. I didn't know. I knew Casey's was there, but Casey's I don't think is still there. Dairy Queen is still there. McDonald's came in, right? And it was like the oh oh, Fairbury's got oh, McDonald's. Oh, right? oh, oh, oh. McDonald's didn't even make Fine it. I don't. Dining, you. I'm sure somebody from Fairbury, if they're listening to this, I don't think McDonald's even made it three years there. And closed. Dairy Queen is still there. It was one of those things. Is like everybody went to Dairy Queen. Right. McDonald's comes in and it didn't change anything. For a little bit, people went to McDonald's, but yeah, that, it didn't it make it. That is interesting. But small towns are different. Mm. You know, people patterns stuff in mass. And Super Pantry is no longer Super Pantry. I don't know what it is, but that building is still there. Uh, Circle okay. K. Circle K. Circle yeah, K yeah, bought yeah, okay. them out. That's they were they were one of the purchases of yeah. the big company. Interesting. So. So yeah, I mean that 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 thing was when you said Fairbury. It's like oh yeah, Star. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, thing yeah, with that? yeah. And, and she's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Casey's. I'm like, oh gosh, no. But isn't it amazing? Like, I, I you worked at Tom's Parkway Foods. Yeah, you were younger. Yeah, yeah. And Jen and I lived near it. Well, and she's like covering her head right now. But I remember as a junior, one or two um, <laughs> checkout people. I remember one or two checkout people, and they were always there. But when they closed, I happened to be in Cubs food one day, and there they were. It's like, but, but that's it. So, like, I, it's that it doesn't matter if it's you leave and you bring or you 
are closed and you bring but it, it's finding those people you're comfortable with absolutely right? that's all yeah. that's why people yeah. are so important I would you know? love yes. to know if Brewer myself bagged your guys' <laughs> groceries I guarantee you did Almost for sure, because yeah. you went there all the time, right? Yes. Tom's was a great store. Especially, especially late in the evening. After that's when we worked, because it, it was after, it was like close. spread. Okay. Because that, that was my go-to. That was your go-to. Pimento cheese spread, a little snack, through the aisle and out. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I guarantee you got me a brewery. I guarantee you Because right. that's what we yes. did. That and get carts. Yes. Well, we're in high school. It was like nothing else to do. It was late at night. Well, I mean, there's other stories. We're not going to get into those. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't buy us any alcohol. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> no, I did not. No, <laughs> no you did not. You know that. I remember, I remember no. those yeah. people. Yeah. 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 Those right. people were right. saints. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we should probably bring this to a close for today. Yeah, we only got maybe halfway through the 2000s. Well, I mean, know. we're in at least 2003. Yeah, right, three yeah, or four. Yeah. You know. We got three but, years under but, this but, podcast. Lots of good tangents to Yes, yes. I mean, let's be straight up. I mean, for a two-hour episode... We did all right. I mean, there's a lot of unique things to talk about. Which is very important. This is and we want to stimulate. Hopefully keeping people interested. Well, that's it. We want to stimulate the next episode. Yes. So the next episode will bring in Ot03. Yes. Oh, yeah. We'll I like that. see where it goes. Ot3. Ot3. Ot3 Beyond. Beyond. Awesome. And uh, we'll take you someplace with some new characters. And uh, thanks for joining us. And well, thank you for having me. And, well, and i got to tell you, Brett, you are by far one of our favorites. We're going to get a limited series yes. on Netflix by the end of this. Yes. <laughs> by the end of this, yes. We want the Brett Cooper story. audio. Yes. The we Brett, got the first yeah. limited series. The Brett Cooper story. We, we, we have this, and we're with you, and we're going to take this <laughs> big screen. Awesome. Yes. Sounds great. I love you, bud, and love everybody else. Yes, and thank uh, you. Love you guys. We'll see you guys in the rest of the 60 episodes. We're in the 60s. And I thought you were going to say 60 listeners, but I don't think we're that high, are we? Well, it varies <laughs> week to week. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you. Thank you for joining us, you 60-plus. Yes. But uh, thank you.